was a really good man, a really good man with a really good plan. His plan was to die for the sins of man and then come back one day. So then he came back and his friends they saw him. Swear to God he came and taught him. Then he went right back up to heaven. Now things are weird. Was Jesus real or are his friends really good liars? Who's to say it happened quite long ago? Long before camera, internet, or audio recorder. So let's all just fight until we're dead. Jesus Christ was a really good man, a really good man with a really good plan. His plan was to die for the sins of man and then come back one day. So then he came back and his friends they saw him. Swear to God he came and taught him. Then he went right back up to heaven. Now things are weird. Listen, man, I can sue you now. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Buddha Boys. No, 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 you can't, John. We're just going to cut out that first part. Yeah, we'll cut out whatever. Cool. I'll fart uh, all that yeah, out. Yeah, Buddha Boys. It's, a, it's an honor to be on the Buddha Boys. Oh, we're honored to have you, John. Oh, dude, I grew up listening to this thing on the radio. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, on Hot 907. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, my grandparents would gather around the fire and, you know, just play this. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man. How are you, you guys doing? Doing pretty well. Yeah, we were. Um, I, I played a little bit uh, of the album for Chris. Um, cool. He's got macaroni stuck in his head as well. Yeah. Hell yeah. One Thank listen. You. One listen. It was stuck. <laughs> we were. That's all it took. We were discussing it actually, um, uh, just uh, before, and we were saying, "What? What was you were saying that was like?" Oh, I said my we, pitchfork review is it is, uh, it is the Lonely Island up a few notches on the intellectual scale. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> right? Yeah, like, absolutely. Which, which, which is, you know, you, you wouldn't think so with titles like Macaroni, but <laughs> yeah, right. we've, we've got a few thinkers in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it, yeah, it's just a little more complicated. <laughs> yeah. a, it's not a, you know, it's, I don't know. You like, really, yeah, there's, you really have no idea what the next song is going to be. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, when you say, when you think Dick in a Big Mac. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? You really, <laughs> you really yeah, get that's, it. That's when you really, yeah. It's it all, you know. It's it's a loosely veiled metaphor for the Iraq War. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, it's all about yeah. Contra. But it's also really obvious that that is uh, intended to be the uh, the single. Yeah, that's gonna be the <laughs> that's gonna be totally. the radio bop. Dude, I hope so. And especially at thirty seconds, they're gonna. Oh, is it over already? Just play it again. People Five are gonna be like, was, "What has McDonald's commercials become?" Oh yes, yeah. Seriously, people aren't gonna know it's good. Yeah, I mean that's kind of the the deal with these songs too. These are the kind of songs you could just hear on the jukebox mixed in between and just not really be sure if this is like a joke or not. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that's <laughs> they're I, catchy. They're like fucking well, good yeah, songs. Yeah, yeah they're Hell they're yeah. super catchy. It reminds me of almost like uh like an old hip hop albums and stuff. This album is just all sketches. Yeah. Totally, dude. Instead of like, instead of being like in between a couple of tracks about like killing police or fucking bitches, uh, it is just an album. Yeah, this is an album of like all the sketches that like didn't make it. Yeah, (laughs) you know, I mean, it definitely felt like because you know, as a comic, you're just naturally thinking jokes all the time. So like, the songs were just naturally jokes in themselves. You know? Yeah, yeah. Was that like that was the thing I was thinking? Was was it like you just literally like? I know you, you you said like you know you'd be driving around and you just kind of singing these songs to yourself. Yeah, like, I've done that too, where I've like just singing full Borat voice, just sc- totally. like screaming racial slurs. Yeah, in my work, tra- <laughs> yeah, exactly. in my work no, truck I, with the windows up, all just 100%. to myself, and just going yeah, like no, that, I, laughing yeah. my ass off. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. No, I had no intention of writing a comedy album or singing at all. You know what I mean? Like this was all just 
Oh no, mine was serious. Popping into my, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, this is just you know funny noises to me. Like yeah. when I'm making melodies or songs, I'm like these words sound good together. Like Dick and a Big Mac, like it just <laughs> it sounds good to say. It's so good, you know what I mean? Yeah. It feels good. The, yeah, the mouth, like that. That's the thing is like saying like it's fun to say a lot of the titles. Millions on totally. McMuffins. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, million on McMuffins. That's a good one. What was? The, Let's leave it at that. What's yeah. the uh, What's the USA one? Isn't it like just USA or something? It's just called USA. Yeah, yeah. that's like the fucking guitar. It's like it re- <laughs> it's a reminiscent of Team America, if I may. Oh, totally. Yeah, it's like weird arena rock. Yeah. Like, like bon yeah, if it was played at a hockey game, by the end of the song, you wouldn't be like, "Wait, are are they joking around?" Yeah, was that gonna, real? Yeah, am I yeah, hyped right little, now? It's a little edgy, but I like it. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I think one, one thing that's really cool about the uh, the length of the songs is in like the um, like the current way uh, all social media is sort of working. Oh, it, totally! It is like cross platform, like very accessible. Like, yes. if, like you've you've got a handful of music videos out, but if you made like a, a short music video for each song, yeah, it's yeah. perfect for it's Instagram length, almost all of them. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's perfect for like Facebook video You'll attention fucking span. Blow up, yeah. Total, oh, dude. Okay. I'm open, man. I'm Get a hot Latin girl crossed. in it that yeah. to like act really surprised, like like you know, like overly act, you know, yeah, right. something like that, or like a or uh, like black people reacting to magic, right? Black <laughs> right, magic, right? Black <laughs> magic, yeah. They that's just eating your own cum. Oh, <laughs> oh did you say eating your own cum? Yeah, Anton LaVey, that, that, dude. That's what Jeez. black magic is. That's how is you that, get it. I didn't, you're on the Buddha Boys, baby. <laughs> before. Yeah, welcome to the show. Yeah. <laughs> if you're just tuning in. Satan's real and eat some cum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But only to get his powers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah I think that's it's not a gay how, thing. Like, I think that's what the people in Hollywood think when yeah. they like, you know, do these weird things. They're like, if I... <laughs> Get your juices inside me. I'll <laughs> yeah. be a better actor. What if, what if it is just like they've gotten it mixed up the whole time? Like Har- Harvey Weinstein really wanted to get into black magic. Yeah. But he's like, oh, yeah. I'm supposed to eat my cum, not oh, you. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. My <laughs> yeah, face is so red. The book was upside down. <laughs> I thought it was a V. Dude, I thought it was I, the royal you. <laughs> real quick, I thought this was cool. So I run an open mic at a place called Pokies every Thursday, and last night, uh, Chris Rock's brother Jordan Rock came in. That was pretty cool. Oh, really? Yeah. Jo- like, is that for real, Jordan Rock? I know, right? I'd never really heard of him either, but you know, because you think Tony Rock, right? <laughs> right That's yeah. The other one, but yeah, no. Apparently, he's he's got more brothers. Man, was he good? Doing count. Uh, yeah, dude, he, he crushed at the mic. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Hell uh, yeah, yeah that, was, that was cool. You it's know, it's always weird to me people. to like see a brother who kind of rides the coattails of their other brother in the same oh, thing. Oh, totally. I think it's because like my brothers and I are into such different things. Yeah. But it's right. like it's like weird to think that like Chris Farley's brother after he died oh, kind yeah. of got into improv too. I know, right? It's just like, what? <laughs> what? Are you just yeah, trying dude. to fill that <laughs> void? Yeah, George Carlin's brother too. How, yeah. How many and, voicemails and do you think he left David Spade? Like just like, come on. <laughs> I mean the best Come on, we could do it. <laughs> the best thing that happened to John Belushi's career though was Jim Belushi's death. Let's be oh, honest. Yeah. Oh, Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. If yeah. Jim Belushi hadn't died, uh, my wife and ki- no, be that, according to John. Uh, yeah, yeah, it would be according <laughs> yeah. to John, not according to yeah, John. Yeah, no, there's a little traces of him in there, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's just a fat Still white balding white guy. That's really all they had in common. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, you and know, you parents. get to ask him. You go, "How what was he like? Is it cool?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot to tell you before. I, I, I since the last time we talked, actually, oh, yeah? I was. Uh, I have like, I, I ended up. I got a flip phone, 
now. Oh wow! So uh, yeah, I'm, sorry, I'm a crazy uh, idiot. Uh, <laughs> Pat's just preparing to be the next Unabomber. That's all. I'm not. Yeah, why? Just in case. Look, just in case. You'll find out. Just yeah, just right. in case what? Yeah, you're not on the list. Don't the, worry about it. Okay, <laughs> the camps operationalized. <laughs> Look, they just the way they treated those people on Ruby Ridge was yeah. you know. <laughs> you're watching Jesse Ventura's show. <laughs> <laughs> the truth. Well, as soon as that uh, the the singer of Blink One Eighty Two released UFO footage, I was like, "All right, I'm going off the grid." <laughs> I don't know what Wait, the fuck's what? going on. You, you didn't see? Did you see that? Which what the UFA the like the Navy or the air? No, footage? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that. Well, no, that was yeah. he. His company did that. Yeah. Oh, his company did that. What? <laughs> well, that was. Some... But the one he released before was the one that uh, was why he left Blink One Eighty Two and was replaced by what's his name from Alkaline Trio, because the, the aliens hell? aliens told <laughs> aliens told him to leave the band. Oh my! Oh, oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Well, wow. he'd listen to aliens. He's also blowing the lid off of the child sex ring in the next like three or four months. He's here. basically oh, the next so. uh, Tom. What's his name? Uh, what's the guy? Uh, the crazy guy, Joe Rogan's guy. Uh, I have no idea. Uh, Alex Jones. They're gaining up the front. Oh, yeah. yeah, Alex oh, okay. Jones. Oh yeah. Were you, yeah, yeah, you yeah. going to call him Tom Jones? Tom Jones. Tom, <laughs> Tom Petty. It's not unusual that frogs are <laughs> fucking frogs fags. Are What's new, Pussycat? <laughs> frogs <laughs> are gay. <laughs> That's great. Um. No, but I was uh we were we were talking about the the time that we it was at the classic lounge. Yes. Was the was the comic the the uh that we were talking about on the GDP about um you doing it. I found I recorded your set that night. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, you I told me that. You can't say that. Send it over to me. That's going to be Did I send a, it to you? That's another lawsuit. Yeah, you did. Okay. I, I did. I think I put it up on YouTube. Oh my god, it's fucking it's it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was we listened crazy. to it right before this. Yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. Hell yeah, man. You Thanks. just fucking roast the guy like fucking oh, old man. Nelly. <laughs> that yeah, was yeah, none of that stuff made sense. Oh my I god. mean, like just the situation. But it was so killing. Yeah, it was Yeah, dude, cuz I mean, you know, I'm it was the weirdest fucking format ever. Yeah. Oh my was, god. Did people came up and did a duet for 15 minutes it was, during an intermission or some shit. <laughs> There was it smelled like bleach. I remember it was like a very it was like a very sterile seeming room, but it was like not, it was like by like police cleaning. Very, you know, like yeah, I mean, yeah, blacked out windows in a strip mall. Like you would have thought it was closed. It had like a something. tarp hanging on the front. It, like it didn't even have yeah. a solid sign. <laughs> yeah, a tarp that says classic lounge. Oh like no God. part of that sounds classic or loungy. So, like, I yeah. forgot all about that. I'm, I'm glad that I sent the, that to you. I, I'm pretty sure it's, it shared a wall with a Papa John's to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just telling. <laughs> yeah, it was like was right good. next to a Papa John's or like a Domino's yeah, right? or People something. People on the other side making pizza here and dick jokes. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Holy yeah. shit! Oh my god, that's uh, that's such it's that's one of time. my favorite comic story uh, comedy stories. That was great, yeah, I, dude. That was and that was the first night too because I got Jonas to do coke for the first time. Yeah, ever. I was gonna was, I was gonna say that on the last one, but I was like, I don't want to. So I'm glad you said it <laughs> yeah, because it was the bad, funniest bad fucking thing. Influence. Yeah, I mean, well, it was it was there. It was their idea. You know, people get curious around right. new things. I guess so they're like, yeah, you know, let me let me try some of that. I'm like, of course, I'd love to get you down yeah. this path huh this you offered it to me to i remember and i was like no thank you but you know what i appreciate <laughs> that to, yeah who else wants to nosedive anybody <laughs> I, I do feel i didn't feel judged but i i don't know if it's uh it's okay to be like you know hey i don't want to be judged by this <laughs> cokehead <laughs> right yeah exactly but I, re- I remember him he went up he ended up going up that night and yeah and he was he was kind of telling his jokes and it was, it was doing he was doing good and then like he just goes 
and just sniffs once, and the whole, all of us in the back of the room fucking lost our minds. Oh, yeah, I remember, because I'm pretty sure he opened up with, he goes, uh, I just did something pretty real in yeah. the car outside, and, yeah. like, and it's like, oh, yeah, I wonder what that means. Yeah, so what could go, that mean? Yeah, really alluding to, like, I did something bad out there. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. It was wild. That was hilarious. Um, so, uh, how, like, how how have things been, man? How's, how's comedy doing down there? How's... Uh, How's the uh, scene? How's shows? The mics? Scenes, it's, well, the thing is, I've, I've been, I've, uh, since I moved back from L.A., oh. I've been through like 12, 13 rooms, venues that I've been <laughs> oh, running man. myself. Hey, like either but that means you're trying. One-nighters. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, out of 12 rooms, I still have two of them going. Nice. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, but the, yeah, I mean, kind of what I've realized is like it's, it's very hard to get any sort of regular audience at an open mic like the, i mean like the only yeah. mics that kind of thrive are the ones that are in the middle of nowhere because nothing else is going on you know but right just, i don't know <laughs> so you're telling us about it we're yeah. in the fucking yeah, we're in yeah. central pa it sounds like he's kind yeah of right <laughs> exactly yeah, explaining right. why our scene is like mediocre and that's why when, like, that's <laughs> why when mics okay. die here people are like this sucks and it's like no right. just that if it's dying here that means it's bad yeah. <laughs> like if people yeah, are no, like, it's, definitely it's not weird, wanting to come dude. i mean it, it I, there's really just been this growing gap of like nobody wants to see amateur comedy it's literally like you know a night at the improv with a big headliner or not at all wow well, yeah, I mean, so that's, that's all this free content that we've been putting out with well, podcasts. <laughs> I know. Sorry. <laughs> I think yeah, what the hell, guys? I think You're... it's just people. Uh, there's like uh, comedy has lost its like uh, what what's the word I'm looking for? It's lost its like je ne sais quoi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have. So, I'm. It's like on the tip of my allure. tongue. His... Allure. Yeah, it's lost. Allure, sure, yeah. <laughs> it's lost its like. Um, mystique yeah, yeah trivial yeah. you know it's not yeah. it's not like unique anymore it's not it's not because like yeah it's not special everyone is seeing a million comedians yeah. they've never heard of netflix on Comedy is putting Central, out a special a week yeah for, you know, exactly whatever. there's too much stuff on youtube and yeah. every network so, like. so it's just like oh yeah like it, it's a time now where like it's weird because i feel like even just when i started five years ago it was a time where it was still like uh like there was still something special about it like people yeah. Are like, yeah. Oh wow, it's crazy that you're doing comedy, and now it just seems like it's sort of oversaturation. Yeah, and definitely. Pe- and, and like people, people are like, "Why would I go to an open mic to see, Ex- yeah, somebody it's, who yeah. is a bowler?" Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. We call them bowlers. I call them <laughs> hobbyists and bowlers. Yeah. Why would I go see that when I can just stay at home and watch the newest? Exactly. No, yeah, I think people are spoiled with content. It's just we, we get so much all the time now. It's yeah. like, why would I ever leave? Why but would I, feel I do like, anything? I feel like when that happens, like it, it, it's kind of like a, a regular. It's like a regular progression or whatever. Like it happens, it yeah. gets oversaturated. Like because they had the what they had the big like com- there's a big comedy fucking. In the eighties, it was yeah, it was huge. Yeah, and then like mid two thousands, there's another one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like now, this is just another one that's happening. Oh, I wish we could take that one. But there was <laughs> yeah. it's it's like it's like one of those things of like you have this huge thing. I it, you're gonna get oversaturated, and everybody. I saw a thing that said uh, best in the the city or something like that. Uh, all female showcase and it's yeah. like yeah well then it's not all the best it's the best women in the sh- you know what i mean like you gotta right you can still have a, a genre like i feel like it's everything's just mixed and everything's just kind of intermingled and it's it's there's no more 
it got so gimmicky that like you can't just have a fucking comedy show anymore. You you know what I mean? No. Like you were saying yeah, that it has to be the it has to be the best fucking showcase of all time of like the seven. It has to be the fucking seller every night. It yeah. does. No nah, man, when I was out it's in LA, fucking I, nuts. Met a, I met a dude who's been an agent out there for like twenty five years of comics, and he said he's like he's like say what you want about these guys who get up there in like costumes, wacky hats, or whatever. But he's like you know I respect those guys because. You know they they stand out. It's like that's yeah. all it's about. Yeah, yeah. It's like you got to get noticed. You got to have some fucking look or something. So and, and yeah, like man. the and the real humor, <clears throat> the real humor of it, like the actual pure humor of it, is actually so. It's like lost now. Like yeah, I, I mean, a lot of the jokes, know, it's just like it's like just premises that people laugh at. Like it's not yeah. even people laugh at setups. It's such a it's such a weird thing. I don't know. That's it, yeah, it, yeah. Comedy is such a weird thing that it's like you know you, you never really can understand what's going to be the next big thing. It's so subjective, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just yeah. It's such a weird kind of industry. You know what's not subjective at all? Like what? I would say this is a hundred percent. I give this album a hundred percent. Hell yeah, like hundred out of a hundred. If it was, if oh, this was man. a movie, if this your album. Summer, wait, yes. shit, goddammit. Summer at Southside. Summer at Southside. I want, I, I want, I want to say summertime at Southside. I don't know why. Every time I want to say summertime, <laughs> summertime at Southside. It's at Southside. Summertime at Southside. Two syllables. It's like Pootie Tang. Yes. Yeah. Summertime at Supertap. Sass, baby. My the Big Mac. Yeah, no, thanks, man. If it was a movie, it would be certified fresh, 100%. Two thumbs up. Yeah, Siskel and Ebert. Um, do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite track that you love? I'd see. I'd say Glory Hole has got to be my favorite right <laughs> Great now. Great video too, by the way. Great, yeah, yeah, I love the video. I love the song. It's just yeah. It's I think it's got the most sharp turn in the album. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's got, yeah, it's, it's got the most fun reveal. It's a it's a huge blow because it's such a positive upbeat song. Yeah, and the the guy you know the kid's opening up to his girl. You know he's really trying to he's really trying to make <laughs> this work. And boy, does it all come crashing down very if you, fast. If you could have anybody feature on your next album, because there, oh, there's got to be another album. Jack Black, dude. Oh, yeah. That'd yeah. Be a good I would one, love isn't? nothing more than like a Tenacious D collaboration. That would be They're beautiful. The best. I think, oh, man, I think yeah. a Weird Al one would be really good, yeah, too. Yeah, Weird Al. Think, I'd, like love to, I'd love to get involved with any of these guys. I mean, yeah, but the, you know, comedy music is such a niche little market in itself that like, I think I think we got something that really stands out here. Yeah, there's not a lot of it and what what you have is very very good and it is like I said it's um it's in the realm more of like a lonely island than a uh than a weird island Mike's in yeah. my opinion yeah, but I can see that. but it definitely I think it it holds up a little bit better it's a little catchier love it thank you um, so yeah I, I think it's all about that production value i mean yeah, the, the oh, musically the it sounds awesome. yeah yeah like it really sounds like a fucking some justin bieber pop tunes have. yeah like, right it's really catchy yeah just b- nice band solid shit so normally normally we don't we don't offer free ads on this show usually okay. Typic- okay. typically we no don't free ads. but we want to offer you 100 percent. tell them where they can find the album where oh they should God. they should get it this is 100% free. This. I'm not even going to I'm not going to bleep it out or anything. Yeah, no. Nope. Wow. This oh, is going to be this is an, an honor. So, holy whew. hell. If you need um, a couple yeah. takes, I'll take a I'll, we can take a couple <laughs> yeah, takes. I on need this. to sit down. I got to catch my breath. <laughs> uh, Aren't you glad yeah, this summer. one's not on FaceTime? I know you're crying. Oh, man, yeah. I know you're hey, crying. You can't see me right now. I'm fucking passing <laughs> out. 
yeah, no, summer at southside.com. You can stream the whole thing for free. What? Or you can buy it. Yeah, you can listen to it for free. It's that what? good, folks. That's awesome. We're giving it away. Wow. But, <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, yeah, if you yeah, if you want to buy it, you know, support the cause, have it on your phone and shit. Uh, yeah, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, it's everywhere, man. John yeah. Jacobs, Summer at Southside. Fuck yeah. All right. Thanks so much for being on the show, man. Um, Thanks for having me. We'll uh, we'll make sure that we uh, we're gonna promote the shit out of it as much as we can on here. You know, maybe we'll, yeah. this will be like the the free ad. Well, this will be an ad in, at the beginning of the show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like Thanks, we'll put man. some we'll put some of the music ahead of time too. Um, Please. I got. Oh man, I got. Uh, I, I, I can't, it's so hard to fuck, fucking pick. I bought, by the way, I bought a couple of the songs. That's the ones that I were playing. I, I, I think one. I saw it. Yeah, I yeah. saw the songs you bought. Oh, really? That's <laughs> I awesome. think so, because you're like the only person who bought individual songs. <laughs> yeah, see, oh, I, yeah. I was stoked to see it was on Apple Music. Oh, yeah, I guess I, I, like, I should have I should, I yeah. just bought the whole fucking thing. That makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny, yeah, because so like, you know, money-wise, yeah, 40 songs. If you buy each song, it's 40 bucks, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's a $40 album. It's a $40 album. What the fuck am go. I doing? It's, a, <laughs> it's like a nine ninety nine. All right. <laughs> it's but, a long uh, ad. But yeah, man. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, good luck up there with, uh, you know, without that global warming that Obama took away. Huh? Oh, man. I tell you, it was eight degrees this morning. Yeah. Yeah, geez. That's, that's, that's a little bit of, that's like that's too right. little, that's too little degree, I tell you what. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's one digit. It's no good. <laughs> um, all right, man. So uh, have a great night. And uh, thanks, man. Yeah, fun. thank yeah. you. Thanks, man. Keep yeah. it real, guys. Bye bye. If you don't agree, we'll fucking kill you USA, we're the home of the free If you disagree, we're gonna lock you in prison USA, just fuck your wife You got a knife, we got a fucking A-bomb USA, we're number one In prisons for profits, inequality, obesity and fun Why would I record any of that? I don't know. To go along with John, John's episode. You know what John? You know what John's great about? He loves. We gotta get this John Jacobs on now. I really want this John Jacobs. Hey, if you're on Spotify and you're checking out John Jacobs' new album, Summer at uh, Wait, Summer at. God damn it! Summer at Southside. Summer, summer, summer at Southside, dummy. Idiot. I should have it written down. Oh, it's right here, actually, in front of me. Yeah, if you're going on uh, Spotify to listen to uh, John Jacobs, who we just had, did a wonderful interview with, uh, Summer at Southside. Hey, check out this other John Jacobs too. <laughs> is this think, is this his only song? This is a single off of 2014. It's just the only song he put out in 2014, apparently. Because you know what? There's no other songs needed. Yeah. I'm Christian now. 
It's like Christian Dave Matthews. This is our new intro music. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Welcome to the Buddha Boys, everybody. Oh, no, he probably won't like that. Because well, we, this guy's definitely Christian. We got a comment on it, though, so we don't get sued. Yeah, we that are right now. That song was amazing. Yeah, that song was amazing. It was an it's, awesome song. That's the song of 2000. He, Him putting that out in 2014, it's probably that, part of a, a bigger release. I'm going to go download the other John James real quick. <laughs> You're going to put it on your playlist? Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, that song it was is so- 2014. I can't vouch for any of the other songs from that artist. But that I don't think we would get sued for that because oh, we're not we're not making money from this, right? There, no, and this is not not like, yet. It's 2014 is that song called Revival 2000? No, 2014. Hold on, that song was called Gift of Love by John Jacobs. Same exact spelling as the same other one as John Jacobs, my my, my pal from Florida. On my uh, on check out the album on Apple. The commercial music? was ahead of this. That that's why we we're commenting yeah. on that, right? Yeah. On Apple, on Apple Music, there's a song called Revival 2000 by John Jacobs. Yeah. Um, but I can't find that one. <laughs> Fuck. I'm still trying to think, should I put in like the regular? I, I probably won't even put in the regular <laughs> music. Because like, not only that, not only is this not a regular episode. Yeah. Guess what, everybody? This is... I know. It's a Buddha Baby Movie Day. <laughs> What's that John Jacobs song called? Buddha Baby Movie no, Day. No, the one that the the bop that we just oh the to. oh the fucking the I can you can we gift can of love it's gift of love it. it's fucking great. If it's not on Apple Music, I'm gonna be so sad. You know what is on Apple Music? Sixty Nine Boys. So is John Jacobs. Yeah, of course. Oh, is he? Fuck. Gift Which of one? Love Both of them? Not. No. Gift of Love isn't. That's his jam, though. Do you want to listen to this other song, though? You know, that reminds me of 90s credits. Yeah. That's what that, that was just like. It's fucking, a, like, I just watched, like, a really a heartwarming movie. Yeah. yeah. Like, something fun just happened in San Francisco. All right. There was I'm, a dog happened. There was a dog there or something. I'm going to play Revival 2000 and see if it's the same John Jacobs. Okay. That's, I, I'm pretty sure. I got it on spot. Of, holy Lord. Did he just get funky? I think this song is great too, so far. This sounds like if he was like making the soundtrack for uh, Oceans movies. <laughs> this is the song for Oceans 14. I don't think this is the same John oh. Jacobs. What's this called? Revival 2000. Revival 2000. I don't like this as much. And I don't think this is the yeah. same thing. Nope. Get out of here. Good lord, what are you looking at? What are you where are you right now? It's on an album called Trinity Blue, the very best of Oh, it's the same one. The very very best of contemporary Christian music. What well, doesn't mean maybe there's two Christian artists. No, that can't be. Also, by the way, uh John Jacobs, who was on uh the commercial earlier, uh he's got a song called Jesus Christ that's really funny as well. So yeah. also another thing I didn't even notice, hmm. uh have you ever listened to the band Maylene and the Sons of Disaster? Yes I have. They have a song called Tough as John Jacobs. Really? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, it's one of my favorite songs by them. Oh, wow. We should have played that. I, I'll play it right now. <laughs> I think Is it like, I, if I know them, it's probably. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, that song? Yeah. I don't like this song. Really? It's a uh, too catchy. Yeah, it's like I was too like, accessible. Them trying to be is them trying to do a hit. It sounded them like. trying to do Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds bad. He sounds bad when he's singing. I'm not a good singer. It's so bad. Right. Like it was always like, ugh. like it always made me cringe. Yeah. Anytime I every time I hear that, it's just like you like it's like when I hear um, Rancid. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the lead singer of Rancid, Tim Armstrong, is one of the lead singers. Uh, is fucking like just gar- gargling, yeah. like the worst. Yeah, he's like the worst vocalist oh ever. But sometimes I'm kind of into it. Yeah, like for some reason. Well, it's good. It's good punk, but you don't go to him for like. I wouldn't genuine, go him for a Christmas music. Yeah, you're not going. You know hit, I mean? You're not going to. Listen to <laughs> you're not going to him though to like listen to the vocals. Right. Like there were some artists that I'm like, oh man, this person like. Kara and I the other day were uh, just playing songs that like, for each other that give us the goosebumps. Right. Oh, um, okay. Like yeah. Sh- she was playing songs I hadn't heard that give her the goosebumps. I was playing songs she hasn't heard that give uh, her the goosebumps. Yeah. But like, like uh, Rancid isn't a. You don't go to I that get for goosebumps like, from Rancid every once. Yeah, but not for the vocals. For, that's cu- yeah. it's it's for like the way the song yeah, makes you feel. It's the drums mainly. Yeah. Drums or guitar. Right. Like uh, for me, one is a uh, in uh, a Circus Survive song, Get Out. Mm. Um. It's like the amount of emotion that is put into one of the times he says "get out." Yeah, his voice starts to break. He's like screaming so hard. Yeah, that gives me goosebumps every single time. Right. It's about like his mom. No, <laughs> no, get uh, out of the room, mom! Yeah. <laughs> Fucking get out! <laughs> or is it the movie? Yeah, <laughs> it precedes the movie. He loves the movie, so the movie should be getting sued. Yeah, from him. Yeah, because it's it's got a lot of emotion in it. Yeah, it's an emotionally and, charged movie, and there's on there's like some uh, mm. similar tones. Yeah, um, like the song "Get Out" is about feeling trapped by your record label, and like um. not being able to write songs that you want to write. Right, because um, like the whole so do record la- Do you think record labels really do that? Do they really go like don't write those songs? Well, so a court. What happened is so I, "Get Out" was Circus Survive's first big studio album. Uh-huh. Um, it might have been on Epitaph. I'm not sure. It was on. It was on a big studio though, um, and they were told to write an album about like relationship stuff because that's so much more accessible. So instead of them uh, writing, it, it's an album that if you're listening to it from that perspective of like, oh, this song, these songs are about a a man and a woman or a couple or whatever, and like the turmoil and everything. Um, then like you can totally see that, but after they were released from their contract, they came out and said that all of the songs are actually written about their relationship with the record label. And what's the, what's the album called? Get out. Uh, the album is called Blue Sky Noise. Oh, okay. the album. I was the say, song is called Get Out. You said Circus Survive, right? Yeah, Blue Sky Noise. Okay, um, but so that whole album, the the lead singer Anthony Green and the guitarist Colin Franchetto. They both came out and said, like, all of the songs were written t- more about uh, their relationship with the record label, mm-hmm. but they just presented them in a way that it was about. That. Yeah, this is a song. Um, but they wrote all the songs in a perspective that, like, they could present it to the record label and go, uh, this is all about a relationship. Right. It, but really, to them, it was not that shallow. I don't know if it's picking up or not. 
There's like this first, there's this first chorus, and then there's another verse after this, and then it's after that other verse. Good but song. Sounds good. Yeah. The, this verse coming up here is one of my favorite verses in a song ever because of, uh, it's so, it's so uh, crammed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guitar for this song, in my opinion, is one of the like best. It's one of the best sounding guitars in my experience, like in my opinion. Yeah. For uh, for like a song, like I I don't know, like the guitars just are so good in this song. Yeah, yeah. Like it's so appropriate. The vocals sound really good. Really, really kind of produced. Like it sounds really. Well, and that's the thing too is like if you go back to their older stuff, this is definitely much better produced. But it is yeah. like again, it is their like. This that was their big album. That it was, makes them. It seems like they're. It sounds like they're. They kind of remind me of the Mars Volta there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know I mean, like that, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, they. It's weird how like. Um, it's weird how the the bands that sound vocally similar, are also just genre similar as well. Right. Like that's kind of always been weird to me. Like. Um, like you've got like uh, the Mars Volta, I think is way is very very close to Coheed and Cambria because mm-hmm. like they're very progressive rock. They're very all about concept and like uh, the concept albums and stuff like that. Right. Um, but then Circus Survive is still like very close um, to them, and the vocals are still There's pretty similar. Records. It's like it's oh hopeless. That's yeah. what it was. So um, it's not like not a huge. Uh Ho- label, I feel like hope. I mean, it's big, but I it's feel not like huge. The, I feel like the year it came out, Hopeless was big though. Yeah, they had a lot of good albums, like a lot of good bands, in a in a like similar in the same genre, you know, that right. sort of thing. Um, but uh, it, yeah, it's always I've always thought it was kind of weird how like those bands that like I said the vocalists are similar and genre they're pretty similar. As right, well. right. Like sound like I would say Mars Volta is like the in between. Circus Survive and Coheed and Cambria because Coheed and Cambria doesn't really get quite as metal, like as far into metal uh, sounding riffs and stuff like that, yeah. like Mars Volta did. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, those. I'm with you. It does definitely remind me of that. It's good though. I like it. Um, so, Buddha Baby Movie Day. Yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> this episode is about the movie Bright, which yeah. if you haven't seen it, pause the episode, go watch it. Yeah. And then it's come on back. Netflix. It's free because this, it's a this, Netflix original. This will be spoilers. It's Netflix's first blockbuster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a big budget movie, right? Large, very large budget. Like ninety million dollars went into it or something. <laughs> and like, I guess this is this is also kind of a test. I think that um, people like Netflix is kind of I think trying to. I mean, I'm not the only person that's that's thought this. I don't think, but like. It's trying, and they're obviously trying to become like a studio. Yeah, they are and, kind and, of a studio. And even though, uh, like, I I've read a lot too that like, uh, the movie performed. If it was a blockbuster movie, if it would have released in theaters, it would have had a very good opening weekend. Yeah, if, if it like it, it would have been, it would have been on par with like Justice League. Yeah, you think so? Um, no, like the numbers actually come out that it would have. Oh, oh, it's um, equivalent. The to actual it. numbers yeah. are like it did the same as Justice League did. It okay. would have made as much as Justice League. Um. 
what's weird to me about that though is I think it's an accessibility thing. I don't think people would have gone to the theaters to see this movie because it is such a weird concept. Yeah. It would have been hard to get people to pay $10 to see this movie. Yeah, I I don't think I would have paid to see it. Yeah, but it was on Netflix. Yeah. I'm ha- I'm happy I watched it. Um so overall, let's start by giving our overall opinion of the movie and okay. then we can get into like in-depth stuff. Okay. That way if people haven't watched it and they're still listening, there are no spoilers yeah, yet. They're still trying to get over to their um, iPod. <laughs> so their yeah, iPods. Just I've downloaded this quicksand. podcast. I put it on my iPod. <laughs> I'm playing it. I'm across the room. Um, okay. My overall, uh, if I had to score the movie out of ten, I'd give it a four. Mm. I'd give it a four out of ten. Um, I would say in my like review of it, uh, it conceptually uh had a f- it was conceptually phenomenal i was really interested in the whole conceit of the movie mm-hmm. i think as far as execution goes it left a lot to be desired um yeah i would have preferred a more district nine style action movie as opposed to like just a bare bones action movie right like something a little more documentary driven something where you get to know the characters a little bit more um, whereas one thing I think, I mean, if you, do, if you have a short attention span, this movie's perfect. Yeah. If you're paying attention to it, there is so much redundancy. Any scene with dialogue is reiterating dialogue that we've already heard in a previous scene. You never really learn anything new in the movie. Um, and it's just like, it is very redundant. And like I said, so like, that's why, like if you're playing on your iPad while you're watching it or you're in and out of the room, it's, it's, I think it would honestly be better if you weren't paying full attention to it. Okay. What did you think? I would probably give it a seven out of 10 or maybe eight, probably eight. You liked it that much. Yeah. I thought they kind of, I thought they nailed it. I thought it was something, uh, definitely different. Yeah. You know what I mean? It took all that stupid, faggy uh, Lord of the Rings bullshit (laughs) and made it interesting for once because they added an action element to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is what you fucking nerds have been fucking jerking off over. Lord of the Rings had some really good action elements. It is no different than the Lord of the Rings, except for the fact that it is exponentially, exponentially? Is that the word? (laughs) Better. Yeah. Way I disagree. <laughs> I disagree, and Dude, I think most people disagree. You got. You have to understand there. There's actual. There's realistic action, and also it's in a world of magic that magic exists. Yeah, they. It. It's a movie that assumes itself. You don't have to. You. It's not. It is in the way of District Nine. I, it's funny because I, I thought it was very similar to District Nine. I will. I will say I love, and that, that that's the part of it that I like. The fact that it was just like I love that there's no exposition. Yeah. It's just You're like, just in yeah, this there world. There we go. Boom. Guess what? This guy's a cop. He's he look at he didn't do well, and he yeah. let this guy go. And it was it was the yes there was like plenty of of the redundancies in it. I'm sure like in the sense of in movies that I've seen before. But as far as action movies, you have to go into it going this is a movie where Will Smith and an orc are cop partners. Yeah, I think if you go into it and you give it a four, like what do you, what are you giving it a four in? You watch the movie I, knowing <laughs> that it's Will Smith and an orc so, as partners. So the reason as cops in L.A. The reason I gave it a four is because <laughs> uh, again to reiterate, I thought the storytelling was very poor. Um, but ha- but in what way? That they uh, there is just so much more they could have done, and I, 
like in the same breath, I'm saying I like that there's no exposition. But they you had don't, so many layers. You the don't guy's get, not blooded, but you don't get time. The guy is he's he's stuck between these two these two worlds. Yeah. Will Smith is a guy who's also stuck between these two worlds of a guy who's, you know, he's a he's a you know he's fading in his life. He's wanting to do this. He's stuck between close to retirement. He's a cop who's also now partnered with an orc. Yeah. Then you know what I mean? Like all this bullshit. Like, like to me, it's to go into this movie and think like the storytelling's not there. It's, I, well, no, I think it's just like they don't give you a reason to root for anybody except the orc. Though no, um, no, what are you talking about? You you want to root for Will Smith because it's Will Smith. No, I I found I found Will Smith's character unlikable for a third of the movie. Uh, uh, I mean, until what, though? until the so okay, here's where spoilers are going to begin. Oh, we've if you been, care we've about been there. no, we haven't spoiled. Anything. I said he wasn't blooded. Well, no one knows what that means, and you don't know what that means until that's the not last a, that's five not a normal minutes of the movie. Thing? No, no, and you don't know what it means until the last five minutes of the See, movie. See, that's the thing too is I I wasn't I'm not aware of what what uh, what is real life like what's what's I mean, what's in the realm what exists in the realm right. you know what i mean like and there were like small like nerd jokes that i made with kara and my cousin while we were watching it like right. um okay so spoilers starting now yeah. if you don't want spoilers get out of here guys if you if honestly if you're still listening and you're <laughs> you're going to be upset about it like fucking fuck off idiots yeah. we've been um, warning you for, for 20 minutes <laughs> so like some of the jo- some of the jokes that i made were like uh in the gas station scene where uh they set all of the elf all the bad elf people on fire uh-huh. and they're all okay i said oh they must be sun elves and like Kara was like what the fuck does that mean i was like oh well in the fantasy realm sun elves right. have an affinity for like fire and the sun and don't really get burnt or anything like that right and, and you can't appreciate like, <laughs> that as a fucking dork <laughs> no 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 that they put that in there i don't think that there was that much thought into it uh, Dude, there might be. There might have been. This is a movie. There might have been. Where the start of it <laughs> is Will Smith is. This no, is but, the pe- elevator pitch. He said it's Training Day meets Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but like my Very similar my uh, so you don't. In my opinion, there's no reason to like Will Smith until the scene where he shoots the other cops. Until that point, his character is very irredeemable. Um, and I also want to say. For any social justice warriors who are listening to this episode, I am reviewing this movie, uh, trying to separate it from Max Landis as a person. Um, Max Landis as a person. He's the writer, and he has been—he's a pretty big piece of shit. Um, what happened? Why was he a fucking? Did he fucking touch someone's boob? <laughs> well, he's—he's he's getting uh, in trouble for that now. But even prior to that. Um, Prior to that, he did an interview that caught him a lot of flack. It was an interview for some magazine that was about his sex life, uh-huh. but he he said a lot of things that were very like negative. Um, people took poorly, well, and I can say? see why. Um, I I can't remember. I, mean, like, I what, read like, like around what well, like paraphrase. It, what did, it what was did just he, like uh, what he, was the message? It was like uh, essentially he's like a pickup artist. Um, like he believes in nagging yeah, all yeah, that so stuff. But um, but no 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 I but then you have issues too where um like he said like uh he came out and said that um when Star Wars The Force Awakens came out uh-huh. he like tried poking all these holes in Rey as a character uh-huh. and trying to say like there's no reason for her to be good there's no reason for her to be extraordinary she just is because she's a woman and it's the climate we're in and 
everyone else was like, have you seen any of the other yeah, Star Wars movies? She's fucking Luke. There's she's seriously, just there's, Luke. There's no reason that any other character in any of the Star Wars right. movies previously should have been good. Right. And then when the movie Arrival came out, he also said that Arrival was a bad movie and uh, because of, or that the story of Arrival was unique, but that Amy Adams's character was bad. And I, didn't, I don't think I saw Arrival. Um and, but mostly like bad just because like her character was was a woman right um so he's just been he's just been catching a lot of negative flack and and is not but why but I, I guess that's the thing is like I hear people having negative opinion about like men and stuff like why why is it not okay just to have a negative opinion like is that is that like that's what I'm saying is like he hasn't hurt anybody right well he's been uh char- he's been accused of sexual assault and sexual harassment and and mm-hmm. stuff like that um but so it's kind of in the same ball field that so many other people are in right now All right but it really is just a situation where like you get three to agree <laughs> you go away forever that's <laughs> all you I, gotta do uh it, it is just like a it's a situation where like he is just not happy about it um he is not what i would consider a good dude okay in my opinion and what and he um, wrote the movie he wrote the movie so i think that's why there's been so because i heard about the movie initially yeah from uh uh negative reviews i saw on uh desus and marrow on vice or whatever I, yeah. I think it was like on youtube or something like that them just trashing the movie and saying like oh my god this is such a stupid thing blah 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 terrible blah 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 critics hate it because that's what i kept hearing critics hate it. <laughs> critics slamming it critics slamming it critics slamming it well yeah but it, it's a tip and i it's- feel like they're slamming it because Honestly, look, as a person who fucking hates this shit, I think this shit is stupid. I think the the orc shit. Yeah. Like Lord of the Rings stuff. Yeah. Like I magic and no stakes and all this bullshit. It gave stakes to Lord of the Rings. Like an orc can be shot by a fucking gun. Like you can die. Everybody can die here. You know what I mean? Lord of the Rings was the same way though. You know, what? Unless you have the magic ring that can do anything, it, can it can't grant, do any, grant all your wishes. It can't do anything though. And there was a magic wand in this movie that did more than right, the ring. But did that's what I'm saying. It's like it's magic. There's magic in the in the realm. Yeah. There's wizards. No, but, there's real life. There's bullshit. There's there's stuff like that. That's so some, I I think this is just. I don't um, see how this is. I really don't see how this is different than Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I I mean it's it's really it's not too different. In right. my opinion, uh, it's just like. It's, but you give Lord of the Rings a ten. Well, I think right? it's I think it's worse storytelling. I, I think the storytelling isn't as good. I, I don't um, see how. That. And I also don't think it's shot as well. A lot of my issues with it do it definitely. Did, yeah. A lot of my issues definitely come that. from cinematography. That's why I couldn't give the, it a ten. Yeah. Um, and like I said too, uh, the some of the uh, some of the part some of the characters in it too were like, because to, to me it got so tropey. It got well, so it my, got to and, the point where my like, thing is, uh, like I like I said in, in the. In my rating of it, I said, you know, the conception of the movie I thought was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just didn't go the right way with it. And and the fact that the dialogue was the same recycled dialogue over and over again. Like, it honestly was... There was no new dialogue ever, really. But that's that's Lord of the Rings. No, that's it's not It's all the, the same. It's, we gotta do the Lord ring. Of, hey, Lord, no, yo, Lord, yo, yo, we're going to do the, the ring. Lord of the Rings is like all dialogue. Hey, we gotta do the ring. Lord of the Rings is a lot of dialogue. It's a lot of it's a lot of setting setting up important. But parts you know of what story. it is? Is it's exposition? That's what it is. 
And that's what you said you liked. Well, no, that no, wasn't no. In e- this. Exposition is uh, explanation. Uh, exposition is explanation of everything leading up to this point. Yeah. Lord of the Rings does not do that. Lord of the Rings has new things that happen throughout. But like there is just yeah, no. <laughs> it's a movie. <laughs> well, no, I'm. But I'm. I'm saying like there is not. There's not much of that in this movie. All of the character dialogue. Is just covering things we've already we already know. Like what? All of the character dialogue is about him getting shot. Like the whole first act, anytime a person is talking to another person, it is about the scene that opens the movie. And then in the and then in the middle part of the movie, in the second act, every single time a person interacts, it's about the wand. And whether or not it can do right. things. And then every single thing in the third act is uh, dialogue about them fulfilling the prophecy, that there is a prophecy. But there's never anything interesting. It's all things that like, oh, yeah, I've experienced this with you. Right. So like, do other things. Like the writing is lazy. But wasn't there foreshadowing of the prophecy when they were dealing with that homeless guy? Oh, it's not even foreshadowing. It's fucking ham-fisted, heavy-handed Hey, so like I I paused the movie at that moment and I said at the end of the movie we're going to learn that Will Smith is whatever a bright right, is. He's a bright. Yeah, and that's the thing is what is a bright? A uh, well, a bright isn't something that exists in fantasy. This is something that was made up by the movie. But from my understanding based upon context clues in the movie is a bright is a person who is able to perform magic. Right. Um, magic in this in this world um, isn't something. So in like uh, in like D and D and like other fantasy things, um, magic is something you can learn by studying. You can learn magic. In this realm, in the world that Bright exists in, it seems like it is something you are born with. It is not something you learn. Right, but you what either, about the elves? Well, not all elves are brights, though. Right, but it seems um, like so is Will Smith. Uh, a bright or an elf? I mean, he's a bright, right? But maybe right, it's bright. because he's got some sort of elf in him along the line. I, just, or, I don't or see. Who's to say, I honestly, but. I don't see. The thing is, like, do you like? Did you like Underworld? Underworld movies are fine. Okay, but you don't think this is fine? No, I do. I do think it's like, fine. I don't. Not, th- I don't. I honestly I don't, don't see the difference between any of these things. Like these are all I, like Blade I, or any. Other. It's I just like an updated version of fucking stupid ass Lord of the Rings. I don't agree that it's the worst movie of 2017. Like some people are saying. Okay, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it's a like lot critics of the, bashed it. Yeah, bashed but it. Again, you have to take into consideration. Look at the history of movie critics, right? Um, Spider Man. Uh, when it came, when Sam Raimi's first Spider-Man movie came out with Tobey Maguire in right. two thousand and four, the first one, yeah. Um, critics fucking panned that movie. Right. It got horrible reviews. They were like, "This is never gonna do well. Right, Superhero right. movies are not gonna take off." This is a way- <laughs> seriously. Yeah, yeah. That were like that was like the reviews of it. By and- the way, critics like critics kind of just suck, right? Like they're yeah. just people that just go like. I wish they could like you. I feel like you give good, honest reviews of things. Yeah, and, like and, and if, from your perspective, and you let if, it be known. Yeah, hey. if I was if I was doing like a Rotten Tomatoes review of this movie, I would truly give it like a sixty. I, I would yeah. give it like a sixty percent because, and most of it would be the writing. Um, like they're really the writing in this movie is really really good at setting things up. But right. not good at following following through, right. and that is if you've seen any of Max Landis's other movies, that happens what in else like has all he done? of them. He's done American Ultra, 
which is another American one. Ultra was a good movie. It conceptually was very, very Wait, good. Wait, American Ultra was the Jesse yeah. Eisenberg? That was a fucking good movie. It was. Did you watch that movie? It was definitely his best movie, dude. That was a fucking good movie. Um, I highly suggest that. And movie. then uh, he did Victor Frankenstein, which was Ugh. very bad. Yikes! Um, Dominique wanted to see that. Yeah, um, but <laughs> I'm no. fucking putting her on blast right now. She <laughs> wanted to see that. She's like, "Do you want to see it or not?" I'm like, "But no." <laughs> um, but it's just she it, loved it. It's a situation of like uh, where he does he does this frequently, where yeah. um, you know. The ideas he presents are good, but there's sort of the follow through isn't great. The follow through is not not okay. the best, um, and I think that's what's lacking in this movie. Is like I said, I, I mean, I think Will Smith is a unlikable bad main character mm-hmm. until the scene where he turns on the cops. The scenes where he turns on those other cops and shoots them is by far the best scene in that movie. You think um, that's the best scene? Yeah, a hundred percent. That is that is absolutely that is the best scene in every sense. It's the best shot scene. I love the way that scene is shot. It's shot amazingly. Mm-hmm. Um, the acting in that scene is the best it is in the entire movie. Um, and the guy who plays the orc, um, I thought the Edmund, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. He's great, by the way. He, love he, that guy. Uh, but that scene, his acting is the best. Like his acting is phenomenal in that scene. Um, and that scene does a really really good. Jo- that is honestly the best uh story in the movie is that part the part where um where he where will smith comes outside and he's talking to him about what happened that day and he's like and like the that whole exchange is really 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 good um but then the scene immediately following yeah uh will smith shooting the other four cops is incredible like the acting in that scene is so good, um, and y- th- I will say too, there are a lot of small things that I thought were really, really good, um, as far as the uh, acting goes. Like <coughs> uh, when he shoots his first person, mm-hmm. that scene is it, uh, very well acted in a very subtle way. Um, Wait, what are you talking about? The very the first time that the orc, um, what's his name, Mark Nick. Uh, uh, his first name is Jacoby. Nick. Jo- Nick Jacoby. Yeah. The first time that Jacoby shoots somebody, mm-hmm. they make it very obvious without being again. With, this is a, a scene that they don't really force it down your throat. Right. But when he shoots the person for the first time, it's so obvious that's the first time he Joel, shot another person. Joel Edger- Edgerton. That's it. Joel yeah. Edgerton. Edgerton. Um. But that's that's the first. It's so obvious that that's the first time he's shot somebody. Yeah. They do a really good job at, pr- at presenting yeah yeah that. yeah yeah where he's like he's like oh no oh no like he was freaking out or like when how how much did he he was like such a good cop yeah he wanted to be such a good cop yeah and it was one of those things where when he had to uh, when he had to like when Will Smith shot all those cops and he was just like fucking like he was going to arrest him or he was going to yeah. shoot him. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you really felt that, like, I think you're right about that. The best acted scene. That, that for scene sure, is yeah. by far the best. And He's, then, um, I, like it's, I think honestly, the reason why I came away from the movie thinking it was, it was as bad as I do uh-huh. is because the first act was so good. Like everything leading up, everything leading up to, um, his first interaction with the guy in the wheelchair. Yeah. 
I that was that's what I was gonna say was that I didn't want to interrupt you earlier, but the <laughs> fucking the port the Mexican guy, yeah, the gangster guy was too much. That's that's another that. See, I go into this movie saying this is a movie about <laughs> an orc who is a cop, yeah, and is partners <laughs> with Will Smith, you know, and that that means and then you start at a hundred, yeah, it's still got worked down to about a se- sixty to seventy five, yeah, you know what I mean? Like so, it's it's not maybe not perfect for me because all of the the stupid things and like. Hey Holmes, how's it going? What are you doing in my hood? Like, well, I, wait a minute. There's orcs, and we're still scared of fucking Puerto Ricans. Like, well, I, <laughs> what's I, going on here? I, I know it, that's not Puerto Rican, but. <laughs> but I think it's cool. I thought that was kind of cool to show that, like, oh, there are still other gangs. Yeah, I, or like the opening scene uh, the, at his yeah. at his house where there is where he clearly lives in a poor neighborhood and yeah, and you know there are the, that was a funny joke yeah. too. Like when he's like, oh yeah, thanks for bringing yeah yeah. I'm not trying to, yeah here. I'm not trying to sell my house or anything. Yeah, just keep out here and stay fucking up with my property yeah, values doing or whatever. Hood, I think he even says keep doing hood shit. Yeah, do keep doing hood shit. Yeah, um, that, like shit like that where, uh, you know, it's it's got like race elements in it. It's got you know acceptance elements. It's got trust elements it's got honesty and like it's got it's got so many different things in it yes it's fucking it's it's cliched it's, but it's also it's cliched but in the world that a cop <laughs> yeah. is a is is an orc yeah and he's partners with will smith it's not martin lawrence and fucking will smith no more yeah right well <laughs> it's funny uh because the scene that was like an orc the scene that was like too much for uh kara and my cousin danny yeah was the love one, that movie my cousin uh, danny it was <laughs> it was the scene it was one of the city scenes where like they're shooting from outside of the city and you're seeing kind of the whole landscape yeah. and there's a dragon flying in the background yeah and they were just like okay what the fuck like why why do i care about this now i'm like what do you mean i'm like why, like, why does that like, why does that fucking okay okay but you watch well, fucking I, lord of the rings well, no, you watch but, game of thrones don't you i do you they, fucking they jerk don't. off all over uh, that shit well no but, but they're I, like dragons in the well, city well, no. never would happen no it well it's just like a it's a stakes thing it's like <sighs> what's pre- like why isn't the city destroyed why is that dragon not because maybe dragons don't give a shit about cities <laughs> but no but like for them that was and i was like well i mean they set up all this other stuff that like the one percenters are all elves. Yeah, and that stuff. That was another one that was kind of like, all right, guys, this is weird. Well, that's like that's a carryover from like the fantasy realm, though. Is the elves are always very wealthy because they yeah. live almost forever, and so that was a legit thing. Yeah, and they're, they're and, all white. Yeah, well, they're elves. They're you know if they if there were other there were there are plenty of different elf race sub races. Yeah. But they were like all kind. Of, they were all kind of high elves in that movie, from the way it seemed. So, what um, what is he talking about the whole time that the orcs chose? He doesn't agree with what the orcs chose and stuff like that. Is that part of the lore? What are well, orcs? Uh, so, orcs are just. It depends on what realm you're in. So, if you're talking about Lord of the Rings, orcs are a creation using elf DNA that the Dark Lord used to turn unborn elves evil. Uh-huh. And and orcs were created that way. Um, if you're talking I don't about think that's this one, if you say they made the wrong choice, yeah. If you're talking about like just like general D and D fantasy and stuff like that, um, there is it is just typically um, orcs are just typically sort of uh, either nomadic groups or some sort of tribalist group. Um, but that that was one of my complaints though about the movie is like it's cool to have no exposition 
like explaining why the world is the way it is. Yeah. But when you're going to talk about things like orcs made their choice. Right. What what choice are you referring yeah, to? Yeah, that's what that's because what something that not, bothered me because I was hoping that you would have an answer for yeah, that. Yeah, cuz they clearly cuz Kara and my cousin were the same way and I'm like yeah, that's not like a fantasy. That's not trip. a thing. Orcs didn't like make a choice. I like. don't know what the the choice is. Like it, 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 it's one of those things. Like maybe I have to watch it again. Maybe I should watch it again. And I totally so would. One, that's one of the reasons a lot of people are saying. Um, I mean, the one of the production companies is what was like Trigger Warning Productions or something like that. It's called um, Trigger Warning. Yeah, it's one of the title cards that come up. It's wow. like Trigger Warning Productions or something. Um, so a lot of people, like uh, Chance the Rapper was one of them who was saying how um, this is a sort of harmful allegory on race. Shut um, up. <laughs> um, it's a and, movie. But like, so, so like the people who are saying that though are saying that the choice that the orcs made was is to be poor is to do bad things is to commit crime and join gangs that that's the choice that they made um that so, uh, is it like just any but it's like that with any other gangster movie it's like when the porter uh the puerto rican when the, like the mexican guy makes you really the, stuck on puerto rican well i'm just trying to think of the right ethnicity in la <laughs> when the mexican uh guy the instead of becoming a banger man he becomes a cop and they're like oh you fucking become a pig fuck you man and like he has to do that, but then all the cops are like, "Aren't you Suarez? Isn't your dad a fucking banger?" You know, shit like that. Like they have that same. It's every fucking movie. That's a, like it's no different than any other movie that people would normally fucking jerk all over. Like they just fucking <laughs> love it. Everybody's so excited about it. Like I, that, this is what I don't understand. Is like, is I liked it because it, it gave real life stakes to fucking magical things. Like yes, there's magic and there's shit like that, but they're also like. And I will say, in my opinion, I think the the scene. Like the, but they say like the allegories and the thing. Like it's a fucking movie, guys. Yeah, but <sighs> you you have to admit it is very clearly about race. Yeah, the, but part partly it's and, also about magic. And um, the uh, especially like it's also about trust. It's about partnership. <laughs> it's about fucking yeah. all that. Like there's but, tons of shit. There's even the scene where uh, Will Smith says fairy lives don't matter. Yeah, that was weird. It was like, come on. That was that was the thing where I was like, that's a that's a stupid joke and a lot of it and it's not the, good it's bad writing the du- yeah the dubbed like the adr yeah. on, on a lot of it was like really bad it was yeah. very noticeable like they didn't do a good job blending it yeah the the aside from like the some of the edits and like the shit like that like the technical shit like that like that kind of bugs me there were a lot of bad just shot choices too. yeah the, you know what like i mean one of the really bad like one of the worst shots in the movie in my opinion is at the very end where they're coming out of the fire and it's a it's an aerial shot of like ambulances and fire yeah, trucks yeah. arriving and then you see them walking out of the building that is such a bad shot, and that shot is just for lazy editing. Like that shot is just so that the editors had like an easier job. Um, it was just a bad shot, especially when the next shot they give you is like a ground shot of them like just collapsed outside of the fire. Yeah, give me that shot the whole time. Yeah, I can use context clues, seeing the lights, seeing vehicles it. come yeah. in, that there are emergency services arriving. Yeah, but show me that shot. Right. Um, there were just a lot of poor shot choices. Um, yeah. and like, uh, a lot of the, um, what was I going to say? Oh, the big scene for me that really, really pulled me out of the movie, um, was the, the scene where spoiler alert, Jacoby gets shot and he falls into the pit. And I was like, f- like I, it was a genuine plot twist. It that scene was like such a roller coaster for me uh-huh. because when like the son is like, "Dad, I can't shoot him. He saved me," and the dad is like, "Oh, this is the cop that saved you. Go home." 
Yeah. And th- so I'm like, oh, cool. This is why Jacoby doesn't die. Awesome. Right. And then he shoots Jacoby and I fucking went through the roof and I was like, fuck, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, like I love Jacoby. Like as like, as somebody who's watching the movie in the moment, it sucks that Jacoby dies. He's the only, he's the best character in this movie. Right. Oh my God. What's going to happen for the last part of the movie he now that like he's dead? He seems like a genuine guy. Like yeah. he seems like a genuine person. He's, he's kinda, so like, gullible, he's super likable. But also like funny, like good sense of humor some other yeah. times. Like, you know, he's like. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good. He's. A, I like that guy as an actor. He's a very good character. Yeah, absolutely. Jacoby is a hundred percent the best character in this movie. Yeah, but when he dies, I'm like, fuck, that's so crazy. And what movie would do that? What movie would take the one good character, the one redeemable yeah. person in this movie, and bring him back to uh, and or and kill them? I was like, fuck, that's so cool. And then when she pulls out the wand and she starts like doing shit over the the well. And nobody does anything. Yeah, yeah. They just let her do it, and it's like a forty-five second scene. Yeah. Of like fucking. Well, she's got she's droplets got a, of of blue light coming off of the wand. Yeah, she's got a wand. That's a, that's why they didn't do it. She's got a wand, and it's not killing her. But the orcs wanted the wand. Yeah, but they're they but somebody that that has it that knows how to use it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's 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 what they're scared of. They're like, holy shit! Somebody, there is a wand. That I, like, because until then they're just saying like, "We heard there's a wand. You've got yeah. a fucking wand. Give us the fucking wand." But like, wand. the thing is, is why? Like in my head, why doesn't the orc leader shoot her? Why does he not kill because her? Because she's got a wand. She can do anything. Yeah, she's but, obviously a magical person. But, He's scared of her, <laughs> right? But you know, so she's using the wand, facing away from you, leaning over a hole. You're behind her with a gun with bullets in it. You can kill her. And she can't do anything about it. And now you just have to find somebody else who can use the wand. Not this girl who's tied to this guy you just murdered. And now the wand is yours. Why? What, what is the reason? Like, that that story writing to me, the, the, right. this is how they excuse it. Yeah. Because the fucking, um, the weird thing standing in the background that is um, uh, Wendigo. The guy with like the deer skull face and the antlers and b- big like tall thing mm-hmm. goes. The prophecy has been fulfilled. That's how they explain why he didn't die. This prophecy that they've never told you about, that they've never led up to, that they never let you in on. Right. Apparently, these orcs know about this prophecy. It's probably going to be that, another movie. That, oh, there's definitely. A, they've already. Netflix has already confirmed there's going to be another one. Yeah, I'll, I'm excited. Um, then we'll learn more about the prophecy. Maybe it's the same. Or, they or do the pro- same thing in fucking Star no, Wars, we, though. We won't learn anything more about the prophecy the because the prophecy's already been fulfilled. He the whole time. Spoiler alert for fucking the original Star Wars movies, but the whole time, uh, fucking Obi Wan Kenobi knows fucking Darth Vader is Luke's father. Yeah. The whole fucking time. Yeah. The whole time they allude to that bullshit. The whole time they talk about him. The whole time, but they just knew it. Yeah, it's the same. Why is this? I this is what I'm talking about. Is like, is is because it, this it's movie, not that atrocious. No, but th- this is the thing. This movie is going to tell. This movie told us the end of the prophecy, and never told us what it was. We just know that a prophecy has been fulfilled. Yeah, that. But that's the thing. Is the 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 fact the prophecy of him being the chosen one. The prophecy is fulfilled. Being like, yep, but that's then, confirmed that he's. But the then chosen you find one. out he's not. What do you mean? Well, he's not even the Will one who Smith could is. use the wand. Will Smith is. Yeah. Yeah. So what 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 prophecy was fulfilled then? Clearly not the prophecy that the crazy poop covered homeless guy was talking about. Well, maybe it's because there is no prophecy. 
But there is. There is. They say there is. Yeah, but like, they say it, but saying. they don't prove it. They can't prove saying, it. Maybe they know that there's a prophecy, but, they, but I, we don't know what the fulfillment I, is. I'm yet. just saying that there. that is a huge plot hole, them not killing her. And then she brings him back to life. Allegedly. And it's just that at that point, I was just like, I'm done. I've checked out of the movie. I know what's well, going to happen like here on near out. the end of the movie. It's there's still like 40 minutes left in that scene. No. Yeah. No. Yes. At that point. Yes. No, because then they. Nope. There's like 40. Minutes. There's like 40 what minutes left. The problem is I can't like I, I. I. I don't know, man. To me, there was one of those things of like, that's all I needed. That's all I needed in Lord of the Rings was real life scenarios and yeah. stakes. Yeah. Real life scenarios and stakes. This, there's stakes uh, to me, it's the, the same bullshit storytelling. It's no, the same bullshit I, I, storytelling. I, dis- I disagree. <sighs> I I think I think you just need some you need it to be relatable. And in this them by them putting it in this year, making references to this world you live in, that makes it relatable. You're you're unable to spe- suspend your disbelief. Yeah. Um, whereas I, I put this up to any Lord of the Rings movie, anything like that. I mean, you can you definitely are valid to have that opinion, but I very much so disagree. I think the storytelling is nowhere near what Lord of the Rings does, and I think that there are a decent amount of plot holes in this movie that leave a lot to be desired as far as that goes. Um, but like, uh, it's just. Uh, Man, it's just it, it was it was a fine movie. It was a fine movie. Uh-huh. But it it wasn't great. I wish it was better. And like like I said that that scene where Jacoby gets brought back to life is really the point for me that I was just like checked out and just ready to get to the end. Yeah. That's where I lost all of my investment in the movie. Because uh something that you may relate to, this is your feelings on um on Game of Thrones, there's no stakes anymore. They've had the wand the whole time. They could have died in any one of those scenes. That's what I kept thinking was like, they have the wand, but they don't want to use it for evil. Well, they don't know that they can use it. That's the thing. They do set up earlier. Well, they know that she can use it. They don't know she can use it. Yeah. No. I think they start out by knowing that she can use it. No, she she never... Oh, she fires it. Yeah. But like... But like so in this world the magic isn't very common. So it's not like they knew they know that she can do magic. Though. They well they know that when she touched it that it fired a fireball. Uh, how about the fact right? that but the then, fact that she turned that fucking lady into like a weird like spider painting yeah. thing or whatever the fuck that was? That was yeah, awesome. That was pretty crazy. Um but no, so this is without them really telling you but clearly there's no understanding of how magic works in the movie because what happens is after they see the what after she uses the wand by accident you, and it fires you just hear yourself. and it fires the fire what clearly they don't know how magic works in this movie no 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 I'm I, no I'm I'm not saying they don't know how Obviously. magic I'm not saying that they don't know how magic really works I'm saying Jacoby and Will Smith oh. they don't know how magic works people who exist don't know how magic works because she's so nerve no 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 no. i'm saying (laughs) i'm just saying she i just don't want to be misunderstood of course uh she when she's covering up with it and fires the fireball at the car and the car explodes right Right. spoiler alert after that scene they never touch the wand with their hands right they pick it up with the bag they drop it in the bag they never actually like try and you nobody tries to use it even the scene where the cop the one dirty cop 
uh, Ike Barinholtz. Yeah, hilarious. He goes to use it. Weird racist. He, hilarious. <laughs> like he goes from really funny to like weirdly racist and weird. Like like yeah. uh, seriously scary. Yeah. And then kind of back to a joke, and then like it's like it was weird his transitions. But so, yeah. Go ahead. No, but like so when he grabs it, right? He doesn't turn to dust because he's not trying to. He's not trying to use it. Right. He's just holding it. But then. In that one scene where the the guys from the Mexican gang, where they um, where they grab it, and they try to use it right away, right, the intent, they turn yeah. to death. Right, right, right. So there's no like, there's no, and, and that's what I'm trying to say with the orcs as well is they don't know that she's the only person that can use the wand. They don't. They know that brights. Well, they probably know because the, they, they know that they, they know more about magic, magic than but orcs know more about magic than like they're mad. They're like magical people. They're more magical than Mexicans. I, <laughs> I mean, Jacoby didn't know anything about it, but he's not. He hasn't been blooded. Yeah, but so I, th- blood, I think you're going to be in some ritualistic shit. Blooded is know. just like a ceremony thing. Yeah, blooded is just. I mean, what they show is blo- being blooded is they just cut themselves. Someone like, cuts that's so their stupid. Hand. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, "Hey, look, I cut myself for you." <laughs> Good job. Well, it's uh, it's a symbolism that they're willing to bleed for you. It's uh, it's uh, the uh, tribal aspect, right? It's what they spend the whole time, and, they, and he did it for Will Smith. But but they spend the whole time saying, you know, the like they set up in the beginning of the movie that he let the orc kit the orc that shot Will Smith get away, right? Yeah, because of the tribe, right, right, right. So and that's like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> blood. It is a representation of we uh, will bleed for you. You're part of the tribe, right? Um, but. I, I truly don't think the orcs, nobody knew that they couldn't use the wand. Except the only people. I chalk it to fucking awe then. They're like, holy shit, I've never seen one of those used before. The only people who knew what happens when you try to use it were Will Smith's character the and Jacoby. The FBI. Yeah, the FBI. That's my fucking favorite. I just, also, I just I love, thought of that. I love younger John Goodman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> he no, so he good. was from... Uh, he, have you watched Mindhunter yet? <coughs> yeah. Yeah, he's in Mindhunter. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about that guy? Right? Yeah, he played... Uh, not. Ed I Ge- love that not, guy. Not Ed Gein. Uh, he played... The, the Kemper. Yeah, Ed, Kemper? Ke- Ed Kemper. The, the, uh, the shoe guy. Yeah, he played Ed Kemper, which he was really good in that. That maybe that that's, that's where I got the... I have a... Never mind. I'll tell you <laughs> uh, but there was a... Uh, uh, yeah, the, he like that. The FBI agents Ooh. and the um, the lady who whom's uh, wand it was. Yeah, right. They were in some weird like sweat or sweatshop or whatever or some kind of I don't know sex trade spot. Where was that? The scene where they meet her. Yeah. Well, she the elf lady is rescue or it, it kills all the people at where where what was that? I can't remember where she was. Uh, was that it? that was like one uh, where they had to summon the Dark Lord. There's like a mana pool there and stuff. Was it there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like back in the home base, yeah. whatever. The creep, the creep layer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, man. I think that it was. I thought it was. I don't understand how different this was from the Lord of the Rings. You know what I mean? Like, I really, I, I do understand how it was in the way of like. It wasn't as a big as big of a budget, I'm sure. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it wasn't like, and there was a lot of shortcuts that I noticed. At least that I was like, that looks like that was made on a computer. <laughs> that yeah. was made on the computer. Like that's, uh, you know, some of the scenes were like, what? Why have a shitty? Why have a shitty action scene or a shitty stunt scene? If it's, if, you know what I mean? Like it just looks like shit. 
Yeah. Don't, don't do it. You just tell and, a cool story. And I focus will say more too, on the story. The, I really wanted them yeah. to focus more on the story as well. Right. And I will say too to the to the reviews that I read saying about the makeup being bad. No way. I disagree. No the, way. The, the latex makeup and stuff was really really good. But see, also I I want to go on record. I should probably preface the episode by saying this. I don't know if I've ever said. I'm somebody who likes every single Planet of the Apes movie. Yeah. Every one. Tim Burton included. Every single one. Actually, the most recent one, not crazy about. Hmm. The Woody Harrelson one. The one. It was good, but it was like, this is weird. This is like a a weird, like a, like they have like a feud. Yeah. You know, the, the monkeys and the fucking, and Woody Harrelson, like it's the last bit of, never mind. I'm not going to explain that movie. This is <laughs> it's all about Bright. Bright. But like that was one of those things like obviously in the earlier Planet of the Apes, I, you're watching a movie called Planet of the Apes. And yeah. then you're going to be like, the makeup's stupid. It's like, it's it's Planet of the Apes. <laughs> this is bright. It's all about fucking elves and shit in LA. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Just yeah. get on board. It's a good movie. I think it was... I, I hope that in the second movie, it's going to be, I don't know. I, I have a feeling it's going to be fucking for sure. Like, like uh, this it's not going to be a series. It's going to be this summer, blah, blah, blah. It's probably going to be PG-13. Actually, I don't know, because that's that's the thing that excites me. This was a rated R movie. Yeah. They fucking dropped I, hard R's, hard N's. Yeah. Hard I, <laughs> F's. I think it will still be. I think it'll still be a rated R movie. What I'm hoping they go for is more of like a. Um, it just, I just saw that it hit 11 million views, or whatever. Yeah. It was like some crazy thing. Yeah, and and that's just in three days. That yeah. was just the weekend yeah, yeah. it opened. Um, but uh, end of watch mm-hmm. is another movie that the director of this movie made. Um, I hope the second one gets shot more that way. Yeah, it's more of like a mockumentary. Okay. Yeah. Um. And I honestly, what I think, what in my opinion, I think would be the most compelling sequel to make to this movie would not to be to bring the wands back. Just give me a cop movie. I think that's what Just, this is. I think like, that's what this is going to be. Is they're going to probably end up working for the FBI. Like this is going to be the fucking Men in Black that I've wanted this whole time. Yeah. I loved Men in Black. Yeah. But it's like they're alien cops. Yup. I'm on board. That's what this is going to be. They're going to be magic cops. They're gonna be like the FBI, the elf, yeah. elf FBI. Yeah, but I I hope it is just like a I Watch. hope it's just like a cop movie. I I think that would be so cool. Um, you know, still have them interacting with magical characters and all that stuff. But like, also too another plot thing that I was really confused by mm-hmm. was um the at the end of the movie when the uh, the magic branch of the FBI is talking to them about their story. Yeah. First of all, why would they lie to them about there being a about there being a wand? Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't destroyed. Yeah. And secondly, why would the F the FBI <laughs> allow them to lie about it? Right. Because Jacoby first tells everything that happened, and then Will Smith's character, who I can't remember his last name. Hold on. Um, he. I was just there. God damn it. You can go ahead. Sorry, I didn't, uh, no, sorry, but, I didn't mean so, to say go no, it's okay. Daryl Ward. Ward. So, so Jacoby gives his telling of the story that talks about the magic wand, and then Ward gives his his telling of the story that no magic wand existed. Mm-hmm. So then the FBI looks back at Jacoby and goes, "So there's no magic wand." Yeah. 
And then he just kind of confirms it. And it's just like, are you, what's the reason for that? Are they trying to keep it off the books? Yeah, probably. That, that the FBI has the wand or did Will Smith end up keeping the wand or what's going on? Wait, but at like, the end you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. No, they, they fucking, uh, the, the FBI got it. There's like, there's a scene where like, they're almost like Indiana Jonesing it. Well, yeah. So I. Uh, that's what I had thought I remembered happening. They probably keep it off the books. Like it's probably not like the FBI probably doesn't want to keep it out there so people can know how many things they have. They know that they have them, I'm sure. But they yeah, don't want to put it like where it's at. But this was but this is just then being sensitive, you know. But this is just uh this is just Will Smith's character whose name I forget again already. Daryl Ward, Jesus, Ward. you racist. Uh Ward and Jacoby, this is just their being debriefed. Yeah, this is like so. They're going to be in the FBI, but Watch. I, 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 it's just why I lie about they it. They secured then, the wand. He's a magical creature. He's a fucking orc. Yeah, they're going to be in the FBI. Oh, oh my yeah. god, that's going to be the sequel. That's definitely, the sequel. and they're going to be fucking straight up fucking magic hunters. <laughs> it's going to be a franchise. This is going to be fucking. You I'm think, excited. You think it's, it's gonna, a good movie? You think it's going to be Die Hard? It's going to be. I bet <laughs> that'd be awesome. No, Lethal Weapon. Oh, you think this yeah. is more lethal weapon than Die Hard? I'm too old for this magic. <laughs> well, uh, that's another. Th- that is very much like uh, the kind of feeling that you get from like. So, well, oh, that's another criticism that this movie gets is like, clearly the director. A lot of people are like, clearly the director really like, either is obsessed with or fetishizes the LAPD. Oh yeah, yeah. Because for sure, it, yeah. in the in the movie End of Watch, yeah, you know, which he made, and then there's this one too, which is but like. My my thing is like I don't know the only good cop in this movie is Ward and Jacoby, like all and of, technically not even like all really. Of, well, no, they're good cops. All the other people you meet in the movie are like are like bad cops. Wait a minute, what are you talking about? You're you were saying like what 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 were they talking about? Um, they wanted him to flip on to say that that he did whatever uh, like that he uh they wanted him to record him admitting that he let him go or whatever. Yeah. The, uh, they wanted him to, to flip on his partner or whatever. Yeah, internal and He's affairs. like, no. He's like, I don't want to do it, blah, blah, blah. Like, what? you didn't like him then? Well, no, because then he ends up doing it anyway. He said, yeah, because it's the, it's it's him or him. It's him or them or whatever, right? Yeah. I don't know. But it's just like- He's just got to save his career, man. All right? He just it, wants oh, to- Oh, that's another thing, too, is like the whole first 30, the fir- whole first 45 minutes of that movie is like, think of your kids, Ward. Yeah. Think of your wife and your daughter, Ward. Like it's all of it's all him being pressured into making bad decisions because of his family, hmm. like it like it real like everything like here and also Families too are terrible. One thing, knows that. here's one thing I just I it just brain blasted into my head that it was a point I made last night. And I want to make it now. What I was hoping for honestly was that this movie was not going to end up being such an action movie. What I was hoping was going to happen is because right before they made that call, right Ward was trying to talk to Jacoby about the incident. So in my head, that recorder was running, right? That he had on him. And then, like, my brain went to, in the scene where he's like, how are they standing behind me? And the reason he shoots them is because he was recording during the conversation inside where they were like, either you kill Jacoby or we kill you. Like, he was recording in that scene, and then when they came outside, he knew that it was no good for them. So he killed them and then was going to use his recording for self-defense. Right, and then they they never address that again. Because like, it, so what you know it. No, but I'm 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 saying like that. It, 
in my opinion, not of course, I'm not getting paid to write Hollywood movies. Not so clear, yet. So clearly, I'm not saying I'm a better writer than Max Landis. Mm-hmm. However, in my opinion, that would have made much a, a a much better part of that story. Right, but you were able to put that together. Yeah, but I, I, no, what I'm saying though is like that never happened. Like, uh, like, so here's the thing. They set up that recorder, right? Mm-hmm. They set up that whole scene. That's like a 10 minute scene that ends up never fucking mattering again. Yeah. That's a point of lazy writing. Cause like, I was so certain they spend so long setting up that scene for Maybe you. Maybe it's just a chaotic story they're telling. But they spend so long setting up that story. I love the fact that every part of it like wasn't neatly wrapped up. That was the thing that was like one of those things of like, wait a minute, what happened to the thing back there? Because that's that's how it they that's it this was the right, most realistic. You know how like anytime like cops go out on the loose, yeah, and they're like that we gotta we gotta change we gotta hide ourselves we gotta do whatever we gotta do this and we gotta outrun this. It was the most realistic one because they were like, one of us is an orc. <laughs> Yeah. And the other one of us, like, so literally, like, the, they had to, like, change clothes and they had to do all this stuff. But they're, like, they all they wanted to do, <laughs> like, there was that part. There was times where, like, Will Smith was, like, we're not going to make it home. Yeah. We're not going to let. He's, like, I just want to make it home. And, like, and when he says that to Jacoby and Jacoby has the realization of, like, wait a minute. What are you talking about, Ward? <laughs> like, he's, like, what the fuck do you mean? Like, that was, it was such a real thing of, like. This is too real. Like there's we we need to try to sneak back home. Like yeah. hopefully or sneak back to the FBI or something like that because they're saying we can't trust well, these people, we can't yeah. do this, we can't you know what I mean? Like the fact that I don't know if it was necessarily somebody that loves the L- LAPD. I think he was somebody that loves good cops. Well, it's def well and and that's one thing I was going to say too is like yeah. I don't think this movie really qualifies as fetishizing the LAPD right. because four a of lot the, of dirty cops. Four of the seven cops you meet, or five of the seven cops you meet in this movie, are very dirty cops. But the highway patrol guy is good. The, well, the, he's no the Mexican he's guy. Just a, he's the, just the sher- LA sheriff. LA sheriff. Okay, yeah. Um, Still though, but he's, he's a cop. <laughs> but he's like the only good cop. Right. Everyone else is bad. Um. And it's just like, so, so I kind of disagree with that. It fetishizes them because of a majority of the cops you meet in this movie are crooked. Right. Um, but like, I definitely agree with you. Like to some extent, well, you like, said that part, you know, that, that it fetishized the LAPD. Well, no, I, I said, people are saying that. Oh, I didn't say that. Okay. Said, sorry. Sorry. I said, that's what people are saying in reviews said of the movie because of his movie end of watch. And then this movie. Right. Um, but <clears throat> yeah. And this case, like for sure. No. Because, yeah. like, there's only two good cops in L.A. Yeah. Everybody else was trying to kill those cops. Yeah. Um, but uh, I I agree with you that, like, them not having to wrap up everything in a nice little bow right. is cool and makes it a pretty Made realistic. it feel really chaotic. It made it feel chaotic and how the situation would really go. And how, like, they, in the whole movie, they were never really trying to firefight their way out of a situation. It was, this was my thing, was, it was immediately, I read the bad reviews, and I was like... Oh, see, I went in with no reviews I, I didn't, I, yeah, that's why I, I think, wanted you to, that's why I wanted yeah. you, because I had heard, I had, I saw the bad reviews on, like, uh, like I said, like, on YouTube and shit like that. Then I, I read, like, a bunch of, like, headlines saying, like, critics are slamming this, this is the worst fucking thing ever, you know, terrible, rotten, blah, 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 blah. And then I was, and Dominique was like, do you want to watch this? And I was like, you know what? Yes, I do. I want to see what it's like. Because this is, obviously, I don't 
do I not like the magic and the, all the bullshit, or is it is it just not in the right thing? I just not I don't like horses. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. So I'm watching I'm watching the show or I'm watching the movie. I like to imagine that that's your problem with Lord of the Rings. This like, whole time. too much horses and is grass. There's just not an, there's just too many horses. Where's in the this buildings? Movie. I need a Puerto Rican. <laughs> so, where's my Puerto Rican in a wheelchair? Puerto Rican in a wheel. Hey man, hey homie, you better get out of my neighborhood and give me that one, okay? I like, just and the the scene where like he like, tries to have like a heart to heart where he's like, I just want to walk again and make love to my wife. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean? Like you're like, "Oh, poor guy. Let's kill him." Um, let's explode yeah. him like sand. There there to me that was I forgot the point I was making now. But like the it's I went into it like going like I want to see this and I just want to see what it is. Like and I want to know what it definitely what it definitely felt like was a different movie. Yeah. And because there's times like there's parts of it that I'm like, is that poorly acted or is this a choice? Like I'm really expecting choices, but I went into this completely open minded because it's a movie, yeah, about a cop who is an <laughs> orc, yeah, that's partnered with Will Smith and the LAPD, and there's magic and wands and everything, yeah. I didn't know anything about it except for that I got terrible reviews and he was an orc mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was just like, I got to see what this is all about. Yeah. And, that, and, and I going into it truly open minded like that, like was like knowing you didn't know anything about it. Right. I just knew what it was because it okay. was on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. So, so it, like I knew, I knew that it was a movie about an orc who was a cop. So it's one of those things where like who was the, the first orc cop. There's parts where it's, it's, poorly acted i feel like and then there's parts where it's like poorly edited poorly you know yeah there are parts that aren't great and that's for absolutely but i don't feel like it was as bad of a movie as people are making it and Defin- i don't feel yeah. like it's as bad as a movie as you're making it. it's, it's definitely not worst movie of 2017 no by not not by any means and i feel like people definitely need to watch it it definitely reminded me it, it was but like i said it, it was it had a feel of a different movie it was definitely a, it's a different. Unique, it's a unique genre smash. Right. So I was, I was trying to stay open to that, and try to be like, okay, let's make sure. I feel like the next one's going to have a lot more comedy. That's going to be a lot smoother of a. I feel like of a of a storytelling. Yeah. And I feel like it's going to be a lot. Hopefully, a lot more. I loved. Oh, that's what I wanted to say was no matter how real it looked every time I feel like or how poor some of the special effects were the wand and the like the radiation almost effect that they had like coming off the wand like it was hazardous you know yeah. what I mean like dangerous was so fucking cool to me see i i honestly don't think any of the special effects were horrible not horrible not i, don't I think just any, don't think I don't they were great think, i don't think any even, i honestly good. don't even think any were bad Mm. Um, I think there's. I think it was all shooting that was bad. Maybe, yeah, and that's the it thing. Was, it's like it, it was, could just literally just be how it was shot. Yeah, it was honestly. I would like to see a different director for the sequel. I think. Yeah, I didn't. That'd be great. I didn't like the. I didn't like that aspect of it very much. Um, because like I said, J.J. Abrams. Like the special <laughs> effects are the makeup, which mm-hmm. was very very good. Very good. Yeah. Um, the, the honestly, the only special effects that were kind of hokey in my opinion was. Um, any of the fight scenes, including the elves, the bad elves. Yeah. It was kind of like, I get it, they're agile, they're nimble I really nimble hate the stuff. fight scenes, to tell you the truth. I like a shootout every once in a while and maybe a oh, like a fist fight. Yeah. But like sh- like that stuff, like the like wands and like throwing each other everywhere, like is like force, like the shit with like uh, Star Wars. Yeah. 
when they do the force it's like again there's no like you can just fucking force each other all over the place <laughs> like it's well the reason jedi don't do it to each other is because you can counteract the force with the force right they do the and yeah. the lights go forever and it's anticlimactic or even, or even really. like force push you can force push and you can force push against each other so that's why they don't do that but like um the like in this movie it was just like um yeah, the the like physical the hand to hand, the shootout scenes were awesome. Yeah. Like the scene where when they first arrived to the place and there's the one shooter in the window, mm-hmm. that scene was very very good. Yeah, uh, the shootout scenes in this movie are very good. The hand to hand fighting scenes in this movie are very bad. You didn't you didn't like them really? I I think it's and I think it's like um, they kind of went, in my opinion, too over the top with the elva the elves um like combat accruement like um like there, yeah there were too, I, I didn't like them with guns i like them with knives there were too many unnecessary flips yeah 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 like there, like that. especially like, like there's the one scene with uh well first of all the elf mute girl mm-hmm. um she reminds L- me exactly Lila or Lila? yeah she reminds me exactly of the character from the fifth element yeah i said that i said <laughs> Lilo, oh, really? she's a Lilo dallas i i said the same thing too because yeah. <laughs> but like so the scene where they're at like the concert uh t no tn no hold on leia leila i think leila was the bad one wasn't she uh naomi rex oh lucy tika tika yeah that might be i think it was that yeah um so like there so the scene where they're at the concert where they're trying to go through the concert uh uh, and she is like up on a ledge Yeah, is orcish music by the way just punk rock (laughs) it's metal that's that's the joke okay because there's the scene where he turns it on yeah. And Will Smith goes, uh, no orc, mu- no orc no orcish music, music. Yeah, and he goes, but that's like my people's best love song. Yeah, and he's like, that was a love song. Like that's the joke. That it's just yeah. Bad. That that stuff was like again. Like I was like, oh, like Chris is probably fucking loving those jokes. Like it's all about like orcish <laughs> music is all fucking metal, right? <laughs> well, and, and that's actually a genre of metal too, right? And like how how fucking out of the business would be most of these bullshit metal bands. <laughs> If now that there's real orcs that can actually sing fucking orcish music, all yeah. the fucking fat white kids with long hair. <laughs> but so back to her though, oh, like yeah. there's a scene in that scene in that there's a part in that scene where she's like on a ledge, like looking at them uh-huh. and she backflips off of it for no reason where she could just get down. Right. She like backflips off of it. And it's like, you don't have yeah. to do flips. Yeah. There are so many unnecessary flips. That's what I'm saying is I feel like they Like give me a this cool, movie. This movie was probably I think they just kind of shotgun sprayed a bunch of things that people yeah. would love. Like and they wanted to see what people react you, to the most. Did you see the movie Elysium? Uh no, I don't Elysium think so. is uh it was District 9 but with Matt Damon. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. With and jo- jo- Joan I almost said Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers. Uh Jody Foster. Foster. Yeah. yeah, and she's like the I'm the president. I'm Hillary Clinton. <laughs> yeah, this was basically so, me if I was a future so that, president. That and, movie. Um, that movie. I did. hated that movie. <laughs> that I hated her oh, character. Oh, really? Well, yeah, her character wasn't great. I but, hated the movie. I hated um, it. I really did. So I think that movie though has some of the best like hand to hand fight scenes I've ever seen in a movie, because of the way the steady cam work was. Yeah. And I think like I would have much rather seen like the elf fighting scenes. I would have much rather them be like. Uh, like more like so the bald elf guy uh-huh. all of his fighting was like about his strength yeah which i was like cool that's awesome fits the lore sort of he has magical strength totally get it right 
But like instead of making them like flip through the air and do all these unnecessary backflips and barrel rolls and all of these like fancy moves, mm-hmm. make them like fast. Just yeah. make them faster. That would be such more like so much more interesting fighting. And like it kind of it's weird to me that like so we see these characters fighting other people through the whole movie. Yeah, like just and, tearing and through just people. tearing through them. Yeah, yeah. And then Will Smith is fighting hand to hand. But he's a bright. But but magic doesn't have anything to do with his hand to hand combat ability. But like okay, so but, but, so the one elf who's like this crazy flipping lady the whole time, uh, she's fighting him hand to hand. Still and he, a damn good cop. And and he but he's like blocking her hands yeah. and pulling up canteens and she's stabbing them and all this weird stuff. And it's like if if she's gonna fight him the way she fought everyone else to, up to this point, she would do a backflip over his head and cut his throat while doing it. Yeah. Like, it, it's, but he's the star of the movie. No, I I know, but I I know it's you know it's the it's the same reason why all the stormtroopers in Star Wars are such bad shots. It's so weird because man. if one of them shoots Luke, the movie's fucking over. We were just watching. I wanted to rewatch Rogue One. Yeah, oh, Rogue One is so good. I I I liked it better for sure, but I, I'm still I'm still like mm. I was talking to my stepdad about it. I think it's my favorite Star Wars movie. It's definitely the it's the best. I, I don't know. I kind of liked I liked uh, the Force Awakens. I liked that one. I think Kylo, because I loved like that whole. It, it's weird too because my my opinions reboot. are probably it's just a reboot. My opinions me. are probably really bad for for people who are like big time Star Wars fans. Yeah, and I've always considered myself a Star Wars fan, but I think I think uh, so far of all the movies released, Rogue One is the best Star Wars movie ever made. Yeah, um, and I think my favorite. I don't think I know my favorite Star Wars character out of any that has ever existed including the Clone Wars cartoon, <laughs> is Kylo Ren. Yeah. I don't Kylo Ren that. is absolutely the best character in that movie because he is the most... <laughs> not to act, not to sound like an emo boy whose favorite band is Alkaline Trio, but he's the most relatable mm-hmm. because he has constant internal conflict of whether to be don't bad or whether Alkaline to be good. And <laughs> he has constant internal conflict of whether he should be bad or whether he should be good and, and what is he supposed to do and what's his meaning in life and all this stuff. And it's just like, he's a fucking good character. He's complex for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't, have you seen the new one yet? I have. Is it good? Yeah. I've heard a lot of bullshit about that too. See, that's the thing is I hear things about, and I'm like, Star Wars fans care. are the most toxic fan base. No, but yeah, that's what I was talking to a buddy of mine about that earlier. Um, I was messaging him, and he's like, "Oh, I, I he's he was taking a shit." He said, "I'm taking a shit," and he's like, "And I just saw Star Wars. I'm trying to figure out which one is a bigger, which is which one's stinkier, like which." Basically, saying that he hated it, and I was just like, "Yeah, but you know," and I, I was saying also like it's it's one of those things where the everybody now i think it's hilarious that everybody still has that feeling of it's mine how could they do this to me yeah and all this stuff like it's not yours anymore. they're not ruining your childhood just enough you they're just not. you don't like it anymore yeah you that, that's the thing it's still star wars yeah you were on board before that's what i'm saying about this this doesn't make like, episode four five and six different right the 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 three the threequels you know what i mean the yeah. first one is is just not a great movie there's, you know what I mean? It's funny. It's not a great movie, but it has, in my opinion, the best fight scene I think of any Star Wars yeah, movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it has the classic of like we love Darth Maul, Darth Maul, Darth Maul. You get to see him for two seconds. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. then he's gone forever. It's it's the Boba uh, Fett effect. Yeah, exactly. That's I think they tried to manufacture too much out of this. It was yeah. like it was just a let's fucking make some more money out of this. But 
the other two started to get kind of into the groove. I think the third of the threequels is actually a fucking really good Star Wars movie. Oh yeah, I and, agree. And, and and it's not the best, but no. I think it's still it's still one of those things. And it you need the first two very well. So like, if you think about it, if if there's gonna be a movie that comes out in threes, you're not gonna love all of them. No, you know what but I mean. My, so so I, this one is not the worst, and they're not all that bad. We we rewatch them every once in a while. We'll go yeah. through we we re. Ugh. We rewatched the Harry Potter movies for her. We uh, rewatched Star Wars for me and her. Um, we never do Lord of the Rings. Never, ever. <laughs> I can't tolerate it. I hate it. But you better fucking believe I'm going to be watching Brights all over and over and over again. Uh, fucking District 9, I would highly suggest that. But I feel like any of these movies are... Like, that just means you don't like Star Wars. I've been on yeah. board for pretty much every Star Wars movie to an extent. I will never say that they're the worst movies or this is the terrible yeah. blah, blah, blah. I can rank them. Yeah. I but really, I would never say, like, this is whatever, this is whatever. I really like, I, I honestly, I <laughs> very much I very much liked The Last Jedi. I thought it was very good. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people's issues with it is, in my opinion, it tried harder. It it tried to be funnier than the other one. Okay. Than yeah, The yeah, Last yeah. Jedi. Which like it had they see Guardians of the Galaxy like that was the thing is I saw Guardians Guardians of the Galaxy and I was like this is what I want Star Wars to be yeah, um, but you know we're not I'm not gonna say anything that spoils anything okay. about about the newest Star Wars movie but one of the things I like doing with this uh, I think one of the reasons why this uh, these episodes you know episode seven and episode eight seem so good to me is because um, for the first time in my opinion in a Star Wars movie. Even the bad guys are very redeemable. Yeah. Like um, the New Order, even though they they suck and they're really, really bad guys, like uh-huh. clearly bad guys. Uh-huh. I sit through the movie and I was talking to my little brother about this. And um, I think one thing that's important about them is if you really look at the movies through an alternative lens, uh you can see that the rebels are the bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> like it it I'm honestly seeing it right now in real it, life. It well that's the thing. It yeah. honestly it feels like it I think that's one thing I think the Star Wars movies do really really well is uh if you want if you're willing to sit down and look at it that way, you can totally see that the new order is the United States yeah. to some foreign countries. And that the Rebel Alliance is ISIS. Yeah. Yeah, you know? yeah, essentially or, they're or, terrorists or something. Is yeah, yeah, I mean, especially They're literally terrorists I'm not, actually. Again, what not spoiling saying? anything, but if when you see this one, yeah. very much so comes out in this one. Wow. You oh, can, that's very interesting. You can very very much Cuz that's what you see is as you see this weird and it's because of their religion, it's because of the force, it's because of you know. Yeah. And I I think it's just it's so it's so funny to me because they're it's people say like there you know there's a uh what is it a underlying you know bullshit and like no it's not yeah. underlying it's it's fucking right there it's very simple yeah to see is like you say the um the rebel alliance are the bad ones but i i feel like it's rebel alliance are bad too they're both bad. You yeah. Know, like it's one of those well, things yeah, like that's the thing, both like, sides. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> both sides. <laughs> yeah. But the, it really Dive is like Trump. If, <laughs> if you look at it, if you look at it through the right lens, it really is very much that. Yeah. You you can see why one side sees this group as the bad guy. Right. You can see why this side sees the other group as the bad guy. And then if you really, I mean. Beat it, rebel scum. Uh, <laughs> the, okay. uh, in, you know, uh, The Force Awakens. 
the planet that they destroy yeah uh is just because um <laughs> is dobby distracting you? <laughs> yeah sorry uh he just headbutted me real hard <laughs> um hit the, he's there chewy the planet they destroy is bec- they destroy it because they're like aligned with the rebels see if i would have had the cat mic going yeah would have fucking gotten some sweet dobby that would have <laughs> but yeah sorry no, the rebel it, the- no but it's just it's just like um I don't know. It just is all about perspective. Yeah. And it really is, uh, to bring up allegories again, it really is uh, the story of Star Wars is like this uh, along. uh, It's not just a history repeats itself thing, but it's like this is the inevitability of consciousness. Yeah. This is what human nature leads to. Okay. Or this is what consciousness leads to. Human nature leads to this. (laughs) Okay. It leads to fighting. It leads to war. You're going to watch Bride on Netflix. Dominance. (laughs) Um, yeah, so, so okay. In the uh, end, I we've think un- we've unpacked it. We've I think unpacked think, this. I I feel like you think my four out of a ten is like I gave it a one or a two out of ten. Yeah, it's not a good. Four out of ten still not bad. It deserves at least a sixty percent. At least it's this is a, this is if you're giving if you're giving Lord of the Rings a ten. Lord of the Rings. This is, is definitely not a 10. like. Let's take away. Does Lord of the Rings have Will Smith? No. But, okay, so strike. But I'm also not like I I don't I'm not in love with Will Smith. I think he's You're a fool. I think you're an honestly, absolute fool. I think he's African American Nicolas Cage. No. Yeah. Maybe now, yeah. You're right. You might be right now. He's he's picked a lot of stinkers. Did have you seen I Am Legend? Yeah. Yeah. I like it. It's yeah, fine. it was a really good movie cuz no, it had Will Smith. It's a fine movie. It's a fine movie. It's not as good <laughs> as the book. Oh, fuck off. See, there you go. <laughs> There's your fucking problem. You're a fucking I, dork. We had a You're fucking nerd, okay? We had like a 45-minute discussion about why the book is better than the movie. No, you had that discussion. <laughs> I had the discussion of saying- You had to listen. You had to- <laughs> In my head, just over and over, thumbs down with the fart noise. No, but it really is a case of like, I, I don't know. I think Will Smith, I think- you're uh, fucking off base. I think you better I think slow late, your roll. I think late nineties. Remember early, where you're at. I think late nineties, early two thousands. Will Smith was a sign of a good movie. Prime time. I right. think. I think Will Smith now is Nicolas Cage. He's in a lot of movies. A lot of them are stinkers. Yeah. Uh, what was he? A, in? a decent he was in amount badass, of right? Or Kickass. Well, uh, Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Yeah. That and that was the last like. No, he was good in Kickass. I thought. Oh really? I like it's the it. same I, performance as in all those other movies. That's what I'm saying. You, it's not that no, you don't it, like Will this, Smith. It's, it's that this. you don't like all Will Smith movies. Well, no, because he's because not it's the, still the same Will Smith. I love Will Smith. I watch any Will Smith, Tom Hanks, anything. But doesn't mean I'm gonna like the movie. Yeah. But don't say you don't like Will Smith. Will Smith is a fucking national treasure. <laughs> I just don't think he's that great of an actor anymore. It's the same. It's the same. If you liked him in Independence Day, you like him now. It's the same mm. Will Smith. I don't know. You don't think so? Maybe the issue is that he hasn't matured. I think that. that I think that's for maybe sure. that's why I don't like it because like he's when, still trying to have too much. When fun. he was like when he was like twenty, that's to, why his children are terrible. When he was like twenty to thirty-five, his personality was fine. But maybe maybe now that he's an adult. Like an older adult, a Scientologist, and, and just Scientologist, possibly. But just because, well, his, his wife is a confirmed Scientologist. Is she really? Yeah. You can't be. You can't, you can't be one and not yeah, be that, so right? He is, but he's just not like like she is about. That's it. hilarious that he's like. I think I'm he, not fucking talking about. He. It. I think he is just because he loves her. Like it's just out of. I don't think he actually believes it. I I will say for as much as I like him, I hate her. Yeah. I don't like her at but, all. Um. I don't hate her. I don't like her at all though. 
but I, I, I think it's just like now it's like, a, okay, you're not, you're not a 25 year old guy anymore. Like I, I definitely agree that Will Smith is pretty much Will Smith in any movie that his character doesn't change too much. Mm-hmm. Like Will Smith in the wild, wild, like, Will Smith in wild, 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 wild West. West is Will Smith in bad boys is Will Smith in independence day is Will Smith in I am legend. Thank is, you. Is Will Smith in everything he's been in with the exception of that, uh, bad boys, that one very serious movie that he did with his seven son. pounds or something. Or? No. Oh, well, pursuit, pursuit of happiness. Pursuit of happiness. Yeah. Yeah. Outside of that. And even that is still kind of a Will Smith. Ollie. Character. Remember um, Ali? Ali, he's playing Muhammad Ali. Man, that was terrible, right? He was um, really awful in that. Boy, no, that but was a real again, stinker, but huh? it was good. But he again, he was younger, and he wasn't that, wasn't that much long. That wasn't that long. And ago, he was, was it? it was like ten years at least. Hold on. Not only was he younger, but he wasn't playing a quote unquote Will Smith character. And now that he's an older guy, now that he's a dude who's pushing fifty, mm-hmm. his personality two thousand one. So almost twenty years ago. Yeah. His personality for his characters is not that great mm. because his personality doesn't fit a 50-year-old cop who's ready to retire. You don't think so? No. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, because but, I, I, but that's the thing is, yeah, he's not he hasn't figured that out yet. He hasn't figured out how to be an older version of the yeah, character he already is. I can say is. that. Yeah, yeah. He's, you know, what? which is, I, I think that's why, like, I think that's oh. why I think in his. Did you know this? I'm sorry. What? His older what? No, I was just going to say that's why I think in his older age, I think he's not as good of an actor anymore because he's playing the same character he did 10 years ago. Yeah. He, or 15 years ago. Or, but just a little slower, a little older. Yeah. But um, like even that is like not really something that they address. Okay. So he was in, he's going to be, movies that he's got coming up, Aladdin. He's the genie. Oh, okay. In 2019. Uh He'll be a good genie. Bad Boys 4. <laughs> and before that, Bad Boys for Life. Because so it's got two Bad more. Boys for Life. We got two more Bad Boys coming. Yeah. Okay, so all right, so we got we have some here. All right. After Earth, terrible. Yeah. Men in Black 3, not that bad. Fine. Uh 7 pounds. I don't think I saw it, but it's I think Dominic cried. Very dramatic. Hancock, loved it. Okay. It was uh, fine. I Am Legend, great. It was okay. Pursuit of Happiness. Mm. Pursuit of Happiness was very good. Hitch. Hitch was fun. Rom-com. Yeah. It's exactly what it is. Yeah. Right? It, was a, it was an okay rom-com. Uh, what else? Uh, Switch. Will Smith's Switch. What is that? No. Uh, Shark Tale. Horrible. Yeah, I didn't see that. Shark Tale uh, was disastrous. iRobot. So you think this stuff kind of fucked him? These ones? Because between Bad Boys 2, he did... All of us. It was a TV series. He did iRobot, Shark Tale, Bad Movie, and Hitch. Bad Movie, Pursuit of Happiness. That, that's movie. all. Those were back to back. So that was between 2004 and 2006. Do you think that's where you lost lost him? I th- I think so. And and now it feels like uh, I now didn't it's hit or miss. I didn't like him in Suicide Squad. Yeah, I didn't like Suicide Squad. Um, and what else has he been in? Since after that, Earth, uh, Anchorman after, Two. He after was Earth was Legend bad. Continues. I didn't see Anchorman ESPN Two. ESPN reporter. Yet. Really, but you didn't see that? No. Collateral Beauty. Horrible. That movie was the that. fucking. That movie. What did that come out in 2017? Mm, 2016. That is still the worst movie of 2017. <laughs> oh boy. That movie was fucking horrible. So okay, so so he so in these yeah these movies here. Let's see. Yeah, he's basically the same thing, but he but he does well in serious movies. 
He just hasn't been able to be a charming older man yet. Yeah, when he think? like if he because does, he does it in real life. If he goes into, I think it, I like it. I think he's the same. But if he goes into action movies, he need like I don't know. It's just like I don't know, man. It's just like it doesn't feel real. It doesn't. Uh, I don't buy it anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's at a point where like you need to be a different character now. Yeah. You're not a 25 year old cop. Wow. You're not a 30 year old cop. Mm. You're a 55 year old cop. Mm. And and I think you know. I don't know. It's just like, it's just like though how like Nicolas Cage, yeah, is just he's not a character actor. He's just Nicolas Cage in every movie he's in. Yeah. The only difference is Nicolas Cage doesn't say no to anything, so he's in fucking. <laughs> Do you think that's for tax purposes? He's like nine. He's in like nine movies a year. No, I think it's because I think it's because he's just uh, afraid of not working. He, I think, <laughs> I think he's like. Um, you know, I think he's afraid that if he stops working, he might die. <laughs> okay. So he just keeps working because he comes out with at least three movies a year, <laughs> and none of them are good. Three. Look at 2017. He's got. You ready for this? Yeah. <sighs> Holy shit. Mm. Arsenal, Vengeance, A Love Story, Inconceivable, Mom and Dad, Hunting the Hunting Bureau, and Looking Glass. That's just this year. Yeah. And, then and what I he haven't have? heard of any of those. Yeah, I don't know what, what any of those are. And what did he have last year? Uh, 2016. Another, like, this is Nicolas Cage movies. now, yeah. Army of One, uh, U.S. Indianapolis, uh, Men of Courage, Snowden, Dog Eat Dog, uh, The Trust, all those movies. Again, this is what I'm talking about. Will Smith has movies that you are very well well aware of and are terrible. Yeah, Nicolas Cage is doing fucking straight to DVD bullshit. <laughs> no, I do. You understand? No, I definitely Don't agree. Ever compare <laughs> Nicolas Cage to Will Smith ever again? I'm just saying he's African American Nicolas Cage, which makes him inherently not even better. close. It makes him okay, inherently yeah, right. better <laughs> and faster and faster and better at basketball and has a bigger dick, but worse at swimming. Oh yeah, definitely stereotypes. The blacks cannot swim. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> um, do you have anything to plug? I do not know. This is going to be out tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, two no. days. Two days, yeah. Um. So, yeah. Oh, hey, I got something to plug. Yeah? Happy New Year, babies. Happy New Year. You're beautiful. How are you guys doing? This is New Year's Eve. You guys, be safe tonight, okay? And for those of you listening Monday morning, oh, sorry if we sorry, were too loud. Sorry if we were too loud. Just I don't grab an aspirin. Get some greasy <laughs> food. Make sure you drink some, enough Gatorade. Yeah, go get those electrolytes in your butthole. <laughs> go put the electrolytes in your butthole and do mushrooms. <laughs> Did I say that? Oh. Do mushrooms and kill your do family. Do mushrooms and kill your family. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, but other than that, guys, uh, be blessed and have a blessed 2018, baby. Let's get it. Bye-bye.